Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, though? We got to go back to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to go back to the class, man. What up, though? Uh, another Monday, another dollar, man. It's the realest podcast ever. Reporting live here from the Fantasy Factory. I'm your host, C. Diddy. I'm the hostess with the mostest. Motherfucking Matt make me sick. Man. And the hookah boss is back. The hookah boss the hook, is the hook, back. The hookah baron. Uh, I, I didn't know if I needed to hook his mic up or not. Once I seen that uh, seen that mint get yeah, lit up, yeah, I yeah. knew he was here for the long haul. Yeah. Um, we're here on another Monday. Like I said, it's Juneteenth. We're going to clap it up for black history. Clap it up for American history. Yeah. Uh, who's the president? Who, who, lit, who lit the flame on this Juneteenth thing? Who, what you mean? Who signed this shit in the law? It's law now. Like, Oh, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. No. <laughs> it, it just went in the law. So, so it was, it, was, it, was it Byron or Trump? I would have to assume Trump. Yeah, I think it was Trump. I think. Yeah, because we... Uh, Trump left office in 20... Yeah, we're on pool in Juneteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so yeah. We're we're pool in Juneteenth. Get you. You you should be top six or seven. Like that should get reelected. Yeah, niggas is niggas is craving for Trump back, man. Like who signed? What's it called? Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Yeah, we're trying to get to the bottom of this because I'm I'm not sure. I want to give the right person credit for it. Oh no, it was Biden. Oh, it was Biden. It was Biden. Okay, all right. Well, congrats yeah. to Byron. You know what I'm saying? So that's you. You you have gone up a notch in my book. You are now at notch one. One notch. Yeah. <laughs> no, he go back down because he said, "Get well, Queen," and Queen is dead. <laughs> <laughs> have you, let me ask you this: Who do you think falls more, Joe Biden or Joel Embiid? They. It's a battle. It's a, that's, a, that's a tight. I race. tell you, it's a battle, man. That's a tight race, man. I, I've never seen an NBA center fall as much as Joel, Joel, and I've also never seen a president or any political figure, for that matter, fall as much as really Biden. any adult. <laughs> he just he falls down a lot, man. Yeah, we gotta get him a walker. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell we going. Now nah, we gotta get him one, uh, a rascal. Oh, yeah. he's going on rascals. One, one of them. Guys. <laughs> the um, what was I about to say? But yeah, t- today being Juneteenth is like it's a weird feeling. Because it's a lot of like, I'm, I saw a lot of uh, niggas working. Oh yeah, yeah, today. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yo, what's? It's one of them holidays where it's like, uh, kind of like MLK Day was when we was like in middle school, high school, yeah, where it was like, like just getting going. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> like and it's, it's like, like a, it's like a party. <laughs> Maybe at like ten o'clock. Yeah, depending on where you yeah. at, we celebrating or we still sleeping. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like one or the other. You know what I'm saying? So, coming downtown uh, this morning, uh, literally saw a Juneteenth celebration right here at 8th and Arch. You know what I'm saying? Shout mm-hmm. out to whoever put that together. They got food trucks and all kind of stuff. The blocks is blocked off right there by the roundhouse. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's there's uh, you have a Sumi's event going on, uh, the annual Juneteenth event she's been doing for the last few years now. I think it's the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the office performing live and all of that. Uh 
as they do every year with that. And, uh, you know, people are taking it serious, as they should. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This, this is, uh, you know, a historic day. It's about black independence and all of that. And this is literally something that's like 100 years behind the eight ball that should have been celebrated long, long, long ago. Yeah. So that's Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, everyone. Yeah. Uh, we are here. Um, I don't know how y'all want to start. So a couple different, you know, hot topics going on. Um, you got sports. You got entertainment stuff. Uh, you got stuff going on in the city. The violence is starting to kick up a little bit. There was an Uber driver uh, shot the other day around Braun Gerard. Um, I don't know how y- where y'all want to go or, you know, uh, off I, the I, weekend, what y'all got on your minds. I'm just, I'm emotionally all over the place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I got, I got like, get well to my little bro deep, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, stuff. You, you, well you know, I, I, I just, we, we've, We've crept off into a place of just like, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I'm not going, but just get well. I know he's going to hear this. You know what I'm saying? We riding with you. What I would like to say is uh, <laughs> kind of generally speaking, there's a, a lawless under overtone to a lot of things that's going on in the city and have been, you know, for a while now, at least for like the last three years. And it's just one of them situations where, there were certain people and certain situations and certain locations where certain things were like off limits and people that were, you know, living a certain life limit, living in the criminal lifestyle and all that understood this and acted accordingly. And we've gotten to a point where anybody and anywhere is, is on, is on limits for motherfuckers. (laughs) That's like, you know, that's living a certain life. I said it the other day at at a point in life, me and Kev were having a a real, real, like just serious conversation the other day. You checked out, you didn't come through. I was like, damn, we're chat. You know, you didn't come out, but we just got into like a real heavy convo. And it's just like at a certain point in life, staying, you remember how they used to say, stay in your lane, Mm -hmm. staying in your lane. It, it didn't guarantee you, but it almost did guarantee you. Had a 90% success. safety rate. That, that certain things weren't going to come into your yeah. lane also. Mm-hmm. And now you staying in your lane at any given time, somebody's cutting over. And, and, and yeah. it just, I, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really just, I don't understand it. I don't know. It's just, and you see these situations just over and over and over and over and over. It's just, it yeah. doesn't stop. It's just like, hmm? You know, you got shootings at, you know, right in front of City Hall. You got shootings at Love Park. You got, you know, shootings at fucking Budokan. On the bus, on on the the train. It just, 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 any and everywhere. uh, Lost his life last night, leaving Mirage. Damn. (laughs) Front and, uh, Front south. Yeah, front south. You see what I'm saying? And it's like and it's and like I said, it's not Man, even we a, had a party in Mirage. Yeah. It's yeah. not even an undertone, it's an overtone to where it's like this is just like it, a lot of different situations are, you know, are 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 permeating our culture. And to be completely honest, like it's embarrassing. It's like, it's embarrassing. yo, that's a that, it's embarrassing, yo. It's embarrassing for the like, city, it's embarrassing culturally that the only way we you know, mitigate our problems and our issues is with like extreme violence. And, you know, I've, I've lost a considerable amount of friends over the years to, you know, to gun violence and things like that. Uh, you know, I've, you know, had numerous other people affected by gun violence, you know, just, you know, being shot, being, you know, being grazed, being maimed or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, over the last few years, we've had an uptick in children and teenagers being affected by, you know, the results 
of uh of this gun violence and the decisions that you know us 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 allow minority are making when it comes to our city and just other urban cities at large and you know we've joked about it you know on the show but the the harsh reality is that everywhere young niggas is at is going down and it's like at some point we got to make the decision as a people to turn the page and begin to right some of these wrongs and to do something else. Yeah. We got to figure out, you know, conflict resolution. We got to figure out how to, uh, you know, create more equity in these black and brown communities so that, you know, these young men feel like they have more opportunity than go out here and, and do stupid shit as it relates to guns, whether it be, you know, robberies, uh, you know, shooting people, literally, quite literally going to war with one another um, and taking over neighborhoods um, where, you know, they and their parents don't own nothing, so they don't feel no responsibility to it, and they just are making life hell for the people that, you know, that live there. And, um, you know, good black people, families, elderly, children, mothers, aunts, daughters, fathers, uncles, brothers are being affected by the decisions of this loud minority and I'm personally sick of this shit um you know bad news has has beat me to my door several times um you know many many people that I care about have been affected by by this like I say and it's like I'm just hoping I'm hopeful that at some point soon we can begin to turn the page on this shit yeah man you know um I was having a conversation yesterday and it's like you know for me coming from a from Penrose you know people used to like make jokes about that like oh you from Penrose and it's just like you know, as I got older, I wore it, like, almost, like, as a badge of honor. Like, you know, certain things I just didn't have to experience, yeah. you know. I didn't come from a broken home. I didn't come from, you know, seeing domestic abuse or alcohol abuse or drug abuse or all these different things. You know, our our community was a real community. Everybody looked out for each other. Everybody took care of each other. And I say it all the time. When I started venturing off into other places and making friends who weren't from these type of communities or households, I started seeing shit that, to me, was just, like, you know what I mean? Little shit. Like, I'd see people with their address spray-painted on their trash cans. And it's like, why? Yeah. Because who the fuck's still in a trash can? Oh, niggas is still in trash. I <laughs> see a, a grill chained to the... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We have a grill. There's no chain. Why is that there? Oh, because no one might, we don't want to run off with your grill. And it's like, who the fuck's running off with? But then you get out here in the world and you realize, those niggas that will run off with your grill. Mm-hmm. It's motherfuckers that will steal your spoiler off of your, because motherfuckers out here stealing catalytic converters. Like it's of, going out of style. You, and you, you see this shit and it's like, that's my one knock with my like growing up. Is like my mother and father sheltered me so much as far as like making me like the spoiled kid where I just did what was right. I got the things I wanted. I didn't realize that the world was like fucked up. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was as ridiculous as it is. So you would think, man, I'm a human being. I'm minding my business. I can just go wherever I want as long as I'm not interfering or infringing on nobody else's civil liberties or civil rights. Right. No one should bother me. That's not the way this world is worked. It's not not. the way it's designed. And it's a sickening feeling to just know and understand that, like, yo, at any given time, nonsense could just fall upon you. It's it's, it's just a real, it's defeating. It's a a defeating feeling, but you got to keep trucking and you got to keep striving, you know. And I, I am 
one thing I will say that I'm grateful for is like the community that we've built amongst ourselves. Like, our friend group, our family group. Like, we've all become, like, family. Like, our friends are all intertwined. Mm -hmm. Like, Jules is my lifelong friend. Jules be kicking it with Dunbar. Dan is your lifelong friend. I I didn't even know that I knew who Dan was through, like, another connection. Mm -hmm. You and Rob met each other on some party shit. Rob, my fucking, one of my best (laughs) friends from childhood. We all super cool. Rob, kick it with this person. You be with that. And it's just, we've created, like, a, a tight you know, foundation of like what we are as far as just not just a peer group, but like fellowship right? and being there for each other. And that's the, like being there the other day, we went to see him and it's just like, we here, yo, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, you, you go through these tragedies, you go through these sad situations, but you do got to take some type of like pride in the fact that everybody got everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For as bad as shit is, there's still a community out there. It might not be necessarily right in front of you with your neighbors or your block, but there's still a community that exists around you. And, you know, like I said, man, get well. You know, we going to be here for the whole road to recovery. It's just... I, 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 you know, and it, it, I'm not going to front. It makes you angry. It puts you in a place where it does make you want to go outside and you're very, very short-tempered and you have a trigger that's ready to, you know, and, and... That's not how I want to live. That's not how I think you should live. That's not how I think it should be. We shouldn't be walking around with all this angst, with all this vile, with all this energy to just be negative and do terrible shit. We shouldn't be like that. That's not what life should be. And it's almost gotten to a point where it's like, you know, we talk a lot about the black male rules of engagement on this show. It's almost to a point where it's like you almost like have to do that in order to prevent potentially being a victim of some fucking tragic type situation. Um, I just want to make it clear. Um, I, Matt, Dan, everybody in our community, we're absolutely not okay with what happened to our brother. Mm-hmm. And it's a situation where it's like because you a young black male, you got to think twice about doing normal everyday shit that somebody else that's same age, oh. same profile, and white can do. And literally nobody bothers them. Oh, Paul Mooney said it years ago, black people don't, but white man can walk around our neighborhood naked. Ain't nobody fucking with him. That's that's the truth. They get him a blanket. They get him a blanket. Well, get him a wellness check. Like the whole nine. It's the and that's the reason I love Paul Mooney because there's like realness in comedy. He's not making that up. And I said it before. Like think about the 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 guy who he's talking about. How he just freely walks around. No one's gonna bother him. Mm-hmm. And 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 you. That's a super duper super duper insane come up. If you did, that's a super lick. And and no one would dare. And he knows it. And everyone else knows it. Because it's just not part of your wheelhouse. It's just not part of your your existence. And I just wish us as black people could do better with that. Just that. Yeah. Like, just that part of life. Where it's like, you know what? I'm not going to harm nobody that looks like me. You'd be so fucking prized how far we could get if we just all made that decision. I'm not harming or affecting anyone that looks like me. But we just, it, it just, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. That kind of like sums it up. Yeah. And um, I, I talked to Kev the other day about everything. And, um, I, you know, the word, the, the expression I use is, is gut-wrenching. Like, it's, it's like a, it's a big-ass communal letdown because, you know, once this situation is like fully explored and then all of the 
ups, downs, and arounds, and the ha- and what happened is like fully like crystallized, like in the media, in the newspaper, because there will be newspaper coverage, there will be news coverage, and all of that to come. And once that, all of that is really crystallized, and then you know these media people go into you know his history and what he is and what he means to his community and being a family leader and this, 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 and this. The person that is going to be held accountable for this is like. You get no points. You get no. no stripes. You get no nothing for this because, like, you literally, like, you know, put your pistol on, like, an American hero. Mm-hmm. And it's like that short-sightedness of niggas that's, quote, unquote, living a certain type of life that, like, you don't even consider that the person that you're trying to do something to is so important to potentially millions of people just because all you see is another black face. Mm -hmm. And that's the most disappointing part of the whole situation. Yeah, man, it's it's just disappointing. It's frustrating. And, you know, I I just be honest, like, I I just, I hate it all. I I hate the whole, we watch it. And you, you know how we kind of sit here and we make jokes about just day to day life in this city and around this city. And, I'll be honest with you. I, I deleted my gram the other day just because I'm, I'm just like, I'm sick of y'all. Yeah. Like even watching the nonsense that came from that. I know Twitter is doing with them. And it's just like, y'all, y'all like this shit. Like, I don't like this shit no more. It's, it's not, it's not fun. It's not endearing. It's not, it's not from a positive, cool ass place. And at one point it was. Like, at one point, social media brought me and you together. Yeah. At one point, social media was making real connections and shit. And now it's just like, it's just stunting and trying to catch a bid. And I I just, you know, it's making me really, really just disengaged. That's how I felt in the last couple of days where I just don't even want to engage in certain stupid shit. I just don't want to engage with certain people. I just, I'm, I'm like trying to just clean up everything. Like day, like I'm treating my life like a timeline now. Like I, I just want to clean it all up, and and it, it's frustrating. You know, you you shouldn't have to feel like that, but like you just stay. Like we kind of do it to ourselves, for sure. We we, we kind of put ourselves. We we black people have pigeonholed themselves in these communities, and at one point we didn't. Like think about when you go back and really look at like Tulsa, Oklahoma, or when you look at like the early South Street. Mm-hmm. When you look at, like, it's a lot of Opal- these. Opalaka, uh, you know, the Crenshaw district in California, in, in L.A. and all of that. Like, think about, these were thriving black think communities. Think about Nipsey Hussle. That man went from getting kicked out of that parking lot to owning the whole goddamn complex. Yep. And y'all murdered him in the complex. Yep. And now the complex isn't open. Close the fuck down. The whole complex. Because he was the ray of light, which you stupid niggas didn't realize it, it, that he's the ray of light that's keeping this whole shit going. It, it's just, it's just so frustrating to see these Jones where it's like, that ain't no, that ain't, that ain't the man. I, I'm being serious. Yeah. That ain't the man. That ain't the the the, the government. That yeah, that's niggas. That's us. That that's you're like we do it to ourselves. We pigeonhole ourselves. Then look around and be like, damn man, why shit ain't. This shit is nuts, yeah, man. The, like the answer is in the mirror. Nine, nine times out of ten, the answer is in the mirror of you know why shit. shit. I remember me, Jules, and Rod were having a conversation a couple years ago about like, cause you know we all from Penrose. Like, oh, you get some money, you know, you gotta come back and get it. Just be like, bruh, bruh, I, I ain't no. <laughs> That's the reason why, because it's like you come back and you inst- like not trying to be funny. Nipsey Hussle got killed in Compton. 
Young Dolph got killed in Memphis. Go well, South LA, not Compton. South LA, you know what I mean. I'm not said Compton, you know what I mean. Like in their neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. Like in yeah. their respective neighborhoods. Like this is what Mo three got killed in Dallas, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Like th- this is on what, the highway. This is what happens. It's like your your people will take you. Jimmy, out. Jimmy Wapo uh, got got killed in Pittsburgh. Um, XXX and Tacion, we just had the five year anniversary of his death. He got killed right in, in Florida, five miles from his crib, Florida. if that. Like it, it, it's just it, it'll be your own situation that take you out because you inherently become the target now. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I remember like my my home was like, man, so, so what you saying? You get uh, you get thirty million, but you just never come into the hood again. I'm like, bro, I don't come to the hood with thirty hundred. Right. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not coming there with thirty. I got thirty hundred right now, and I ain't coming there. So thirty million is out. Is out. I had a running I running thing. I've been telling people for four years. I'm like, yo, I don't go to Southwest. Period. Like, I'm a true Southwest nigga. I got that shit tattooed on my If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. I don't go to Southwest Philly. It's too much. It's too much killing. It's too much police activity. It's too fucking downtrodden. It doesn't look good. I don't feel good when I'm there. I feel anxious. It's like I don't come there. I don't. It's, I got certain parts of West Philly I don't go to. Uh, you know, I you, don't travel into the into the center of West Philly. I move around the fucking perimeter. Uh, it's too much going on. You you know you know I used to live down Southwest, like down 84th Street. And I'm you remember when I first started riding the bike, I would go all over, leaving from down there. And I was riding through like West Philly, Fairmount Park, all that. And I'm coming back through Southwest, and I'm just riding through Southwest because again, I'm kind of in that same attitude of like. No one's going to bother me. I don't bother anybody. I can ride wherever and no shit should happen to me. And I was coming through like like 50, it was like 56th and, and, and uh, uh, what is that? Like Florence and all of that stuff over there. It's real fucked up over there. And I'm coming through the block. Mind you, my aunt used to live at 57th and Whitby. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like she actually still, they still have the house when she passed away. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I, I used to be on this block all the time. And I'm just riding through, and I see, like, a motherfucker who know me from, like, social media or whatever. Yeah. And he out there with, like, six, seven of his homies or whatever. <laughs> so I'm on, mind you, I'm on the pedal bike. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I pull up, whatever, and we, we start talking or whatever, whatever. And he was like, Matt, I see you be killing out there on the bike. One of his other homies, I don't even really know. He's like, yeah. I see you be out there fucking it up on a bike, nigga. I ain't been on a bike in a minute. Let me hop on a bike, nigga. And he up on a bike, and they start, like, filming him on a bike. And I'm just standing there, like, yo, I kind of want my bike. My bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny, my bike. <laughs> and I'm standing there, it's like, what if these crazy niggas just decide? And you know, I'm keeping it, and I'm just like, I'm out here. I ain't even got no gun. Like, yeah. just, you just ran out. I'm just like, yo, when I got that bike back, man, I fucking Stanley'd my way. When I said, <laughs> what was his name from uh, Friday? Uh, uh, with the UPS shit. Red. I'm like, yo, I'm red. I can't <laughs> come down here messing with these people. I got the fuck out of there. And it's just, it, it it should be the way I feel like it's sh- the way I came into exactly. That. That's how it's yo. We just out and I'm, I see people. What's going on, brother? I come over talk. Like it shouldn't never be nonsense. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it just has to permeate itself all the time. Like why is it just ever present? Absolutely. And in our communities, because I'm telling you, I be out here in these other communities. It ain't like that. It ain't. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. You go out the motherfucking uh. Uh, 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 
Willow Grove and Horsham and all, it ain't like it that. ain't none of that. I'm telling you, Dan. No, we was in out the, like we was the out minute, there every in day. The minute it, you look out of place, somebody out the window like, hold on, yeah, oh, uh, it's a oh, it's a car, it's a silver Taurus. <laughs> Seriously, it's not like that in these other places. But like we, like I said, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves, and you know, we kind of sit up here and try to bring light to situations. But sometimes situations are so goddamn dumb and so goddamn dark that it's like it's hard to do that. Now, one thing I was, it, it was, like, wonderful talking to him and just seeing how he's just, like, just that. He's still, yeah, he's still who he is. Yeah, that don't change because he made a joke about me, and I'm just like, I love this little nigga, man. Like, you know, and it's just like, because I was like, I was going to get you some flowers. He like mega bro. I'm just like, hey, man, like, what the fuck? But it's like, you know, he he going to get better and, 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 and hopefully be better for it. And I just know the type person he is. Like, something's going to come from it. Right. That's what he does. He just throughout life just always turned negatives into positives and made it to another plateau of life. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, get well, bro. Definitely. I yeah. pledge to ride my bike 50 miles. You know, I, yeah, I got something real cool. I wanted that. That yeah. I ain't even we get into that later yeah. down the line. But like you know, just get well, Absolutely. focus on the recovery, definitely. and you know what I'm saying we got get you, well, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. The um, you know, it's like you want to make jokes because you want you don't wanna, you know you you don't want to be a Debbie Downer. You want to like keep the not the party going, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it just sometimes it's just like, and you know, I told you, I was just like, I don't even know if I want to talk about it, but it's hard to not, because it's just, yeah. it's on your your mind. It's ever present. So, but uh, yeah, we can get off into some other stuff, try to change, bring a little, you know. Yeah. I will say this. I will let just last night, just, you know, breaking ice. I start, you, you know, my, my, my uh, fire stick, mm-hmm. you know, when you're not worrying about movies and 370 porn <laughs> channels, the fire stick has a series option now where they have like television series all categorized. Mm-hmm. Did you know how many television series like exists? Oh, it's 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 innumerable. Yo, it's you so it. many television shows now. You, there's no way you can keep up. Did you know that there's like a black chopped? No, I didn't. Oh know that. my god, <laughs> yo! You know, chop. Yeah, on the yeah, food yeah, yeah. The food network. Yeah. They got like us. It's, it's and I know they got a chop junior and all of that. It's called Soul Food Chop. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's chop negro. Black black contestants. With- I hate to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> White people have significantly closed the soul food gap over the yo, last decade. Yo, yo. It's no bullshit, yo. It's all black contestants, three black judges, black hosts. And when I tell you they were putting Hennessy on everything. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what in the world, man? (laughs) They like open your baskets. It's cauliflower, succotash, uh, balsamic vinaigrette, and and red beets. Motherfucker like, what I've made for you today is Hennessy cauliflower. Like we didn't give you Hennessy. I know I had that. I had a little. I had that. Off. I had that. I brung that. I stay with a little. You I had know the what I'm saying? My, yeah. my chef coat. I stay with a little. You mean? You know? I stay with a little. You know what I mean? Dog, they was putting Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? A little flat yo, joint go right in the pocket. Yo, you give a nigga three potatoes and some cheese, he will make you some Hennessy all broad. Niggas don't play. Like, why are you putting Hennessy in biscuit batter? <laughs> they wish shit was crazy, yo. Oh, that's the infuse right there. <laughs> yo, we watched like two episodes. Leave was like, all right, yeah, turn the shit I was, off. As a, here's the thing, right? Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
As a black chef, I would be embarrassed to participate in some shit like that because essentially what you telling me is this all you niggas can do. Like, you niggas are relegated to comfort food only. And it's like, nah, there's black chefs out here that's making a lot of strides, man, and creating (sighs) elevated food fare and presentation and all of that shit. And they are not on Soul Food Chops. Like, Oh, it's so many ridiculous television series out there. I was just sitting there like, yo, this is nuts, man. That virgin but- olive oil a little brown. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yo, man. Is that cognac? I yo. What'd you say? Lemon pepper kibasi <laughs> teriyaki? Like, that shit is crazy, man. <laughs> My man the other day, he... uh. Right before I uh, deleted, maybe this fueled it, then the deleting of the gram. But I he had posted, um, he was somewhere and he got a teriyaki chicken cheesesteak. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put some more of them sesame seeds yeah, on there. Yeah. Teriyaki and Thai chili sauce has teriyaki and Thai chili. It's it's. Do y'all remember when like the first Thai chili, like people literally were making it. Like, you had to make your Thai yeah, chili sauce. Yeah. So it was unique from, like, place to place, wherever you went. Now, you go in PJP, you get the Thai the chili sauce that's oh, this motherfucking oh, big. Yeah. Did you know they were selling Chick-fil-A sauce and shit? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, shit in the supermarket. Big ass joint <laughs> in the supermarket. <laughs> I got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a smart brand extension. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's, yeah a lot know. of companies doing it now. Taco Bell got a taco kit now. Are either of y'all familiar with capsicum cream? No, not at all. Okay, so it's it's uh, anti-inflammatory arthritis cream. Oh, I need some of that. That they use chili powder. I mean, chili pepper. Mm. And apparently it, like, burns really bad, but the burning helps with inflammatory of all. I'm like, yo, I'm about to get I'm Yeah, about, I need yeah, some of that. Cover my, I, I, read about, I read about it last night. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and it's funny because I went down the Thai chili rabbit hole and ended up on chili pepper. <laughs> and then I ended up on arthritis creams. And Lee was like, how did you figure up that? She was in the bed. I was like, she's like, how did you figure all this out? I'm like, I was deep in the internet. I was, the, I was deep in the internet on the couch. But yeah, it's called uh, chili. They call it chili pepper lotion. But caps, caps, capsizing. Yeah, I know that shit worked real good. It probably yeah. get hot like uh, Ben Gay used to do. Yeah. And then start. But that's the new wave, apparently. Okay. Yeah, no, shit. I need some of that. My back, my upper back be fucking killing me. Yeah, my, my arthritis and my knee be fucking. And my hands, like, whenever I get my girl a massage, I got, like, a 10-minute runway for my shit just start feeling, like, real brittle. I'm like, yo, if I was a boxer, I know I'd be, like, fluid. I had my shit broke every fucking fight. Yeah, I passed the physical today, which I still don't understand. But, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because I just knew I was going to fail something. He's going to get a motherfucking 71. Yeah, I figured I was going to slide. These little Asian doctors, when I run across me, get you a pepper stick, man. Like, <laughs> sign that for me. You know what I'm saying? Dry pot style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and chicken. He was cool, though. You know what I'm saying? I got through it. But, yeah, man, uh, the 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 Thai chili and um teriyaki are end-all, be-all now. Yeah, they've been co-opted. Yeah, because we've gotten to the point. You remember when, like... Uh, who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Peppers and onions was like a new thing for niggas. They started putting that in every yeah. single thing they made and shit. And now Thai chili is getting there where it's like, you know, why are these grits red? Oh, they're the Thai chili grits. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just like, all right. Todd Chili Hominies. Yeah, Todd. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, how many grits supposed to be sweet? Yeah, no, we put Todd Chili in. When sugar. we went uh, to Memphis, we went to this breakfast spot. It was called Sugar Sugar Grit. or Yeah, Sugar Grit. And uh, Lee had got, I had got like standard breakfast, you know, like bacon, eggs, whatever, whatever. And she got fried, what the fuck did she get? It was a fried steak, you know, country fried steak. Yeah, yeah. Country fried steak, greens, and red velvet grits. Red velvet grits. I'm just looking at it like, you're going to fall asleep at the fucking table. <laughs> like, red velvet grits is insanity. Red velvet grits, dog. Yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. Because it's like, huh? Yeah, once once niggas uh, like niggas, is this a dessert? Yeah, Philly, like, Philly niggas had a had a red velvet. We had a red velvet renaissance that was oh, yeah. crazy as Waffles, shit. Waffles. Remember pancakes. when green when green the niggas Them was gigantic like, brick pancakes. <laughs> like yo, nigga look like he doing cement work. He yeah, I remember with them huge ass pancakes. Niggas are still going to green eggs and eating that nasty ass food yo, to this blue day button, blue because button. of fucking them goddamn red can, velvet can, pancakes. Can we do? What do you have as one of your? If you had to like. Two or three restaurants that have fallen all the way off. What do you got up there? Well, I I think Green Eggs is just terrible. From I, the yo, grip. I never thought it was good. I, it, no, at one point that fucking their shrimp and grits was good. Well, I don't eat shrimp, so I oh wouldn't yeah, know. Well, their shrimp and grits was good, and so was their eggs. And every time I've gone for like the last five or six yeah, years, just go to Yummies. I'm just like, yo, this shit ain't really that good. <laughs> just go to no Yummies. Just go to Golden Wieners. Box. <laughs> go to yeah. Texas Wieners. Like, just you. The best breakfast is in the hood. Yeah, oh yeah. You can't get yeah. no mainstream downtown breakfast. Like, the best breakfast is in the hood. They got like a little couple little rats running around, shit yeah. like that. The best food, honestly, come from a lot of places where it's like, we might pass Eleanor. <laughs> yeah. Like if Ellen and I, like y'all coming right now? Yeah. Hold up. Hold <laughs> like, up. like it's a pop quiz. We not like. Hold up. Y'all can't come back tomorrow. Like, remember we Cedric, know it's some open violations remember, remember, in this. Remember Cedric, hold up, nigga. What? <laughs> I know it's some open violations in this joint. Like, yeah. there's no, it's no yeah. way y'all could come if, today. If it's dirty and a couple fiends in front of you. <laughs> I said, I, said, I said it on cooking up. You go in a cheesesteak place and everything new, and they got that, you know, that billet background, that shiny yeah, billet yeah. background, and it's flat screens. As the, don't, if I go in a cheesesteak place and the menu is a flat screen, I'm out of here. <laughs> I want the menu to be them old menus, you know, the, with the, like with the, the, with the pegboard. Like the gas station. You got to use a squeegee. Put <laughs> the numbers up. Yeah. Like, I can, I can attest to that because Jim's on 61st Street oh, so yeah. and Jim's. And Springfield mm-hmm. is two totally different Wait, experiences. Totally. They don't even melt your cheese in Springfield. Dog. They just put the cheese on a roll and just throw your meat in there. Dog. Pause. Dog. They do them cheese things like, like chalupas. Uh, Miami, Burger Baby. The dirtiest burger spot in the world. The best burgers on earth. Two crackheads arguing with each other cooking. Dog. Best food in the Dog. world. I <laughs> best told burger in the fucking I go world. in a cheesesteak place and the cook is like right the sweat. He's just doing <laughs> like yeah, He's using the sweat to season your steak. You're <laughs> like, oh, this shit going to be hit. This shit about to be slamming. It's better MSG. Dog. No, because you know the, 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 the heat killed it. The grill they killed the appetite. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever disease he got, once it hit the the heat, it's just, it's gonna get up out of there. It's, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's just gonna leave a flavor left. Dog. But dead ass show, uh, green eggs 
has fallen so it's, far. It's off a zero game. out of ten. Like, I last, would not recommend it. The last it. couple years, I, I was just and like, they had Eleanor issues. If y'all yeah. remember a couple years ago, they had big rats in that joint. Yeah. Like yeah. the rats was back behind the uh, joint cooking work. I, I, went, I went to El Camino recently and I ate there, and I was just like, "Yo, were we that drunk?" No, me and Dan had a good yeah, El Camino. We had a good El Camino recently. It's like three weeks ago. Y'all ain't tell me, you sons of bitches. I've last two times. I was one of them drones, but you 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 went right back up top. Uh, you ain't stick around. Last two times I, I went, I ain't really enjoy it. So who knows? But and we I, went there by default because uh We was trying to go to Set No Live. Yeah. Set No Live said yeah, we got a three hour wait. For this mediocre ass food. One thing I will say I've kind of experienced is going to a restaurant or something when it's not popping is a lot. You get a different experience oh, completely than when different. it's like crowded as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I went to El Camino last two times. It was crowded as shit. So I'm trying to think of some other spots that uh, that fell off uh, food-wise. They all hit a miss. It was working that day. That's what, that's what I... Boy, yeah, but some Jones where it's just like... Oh, yeah. P- fucking, in general, P.F. Chang's is fucking terrible now. You know, I'm never going to P.F. Chang's. That was my shit, man. That was... Listen... Around I had a frozen around twenty around twenty fourteen, PF Chang's was fine dining. Like that shit was like that that was fine dining. It's like oh wait, so like I could come in this joint and and everybody can eat and they got signature drinks. I get a big slutty goblet drink for sixty eight dollars for two people. Oh, this is fantastic. (laughs) Do you remember when we didn't know what fine dining really was? And like we thought Olive Garden was fine. (laughs) Nigga, (laughs) Hands? Dog, Hula Hands was Rockerwear shirt. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was time to break out the big button. No, we going to Hula Hands. Like I remember taking a chick to Hula Hands, and she was just like, "Oh, it's so nice." I'm like, yeah, this, this is how yeah we is. thought Cheesecake Factory was top nigga, of the line. Nigga. Like we, I thought that was as good as it gets. Like you mean to tell me they got sixty two hundred menu items from all around the world? How I could get white chicken chili. And I can get uh, chicken and waffles in the yo. same place. This is amazing. Yo, I can see 198 on this I can get catfish. And if I'm here early enough, I can do brunch. <laughs> this is a good-ass place. This is amazing. Yeah, man. Cheesecake Factory was it. Cheesecake Factory is terrible. Then, now, that's one that, to me, is like kind of terrible. Yeah, I, yeah, love, yeah. I love the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I, broke, I broke fast there during Ramadan and came back home and still cooked. <laughs> <laughs> you, even the cheesecakes, they're not good. No, like, none of like, that shit is good. Dog, dog. It's all bad. Yo, they, they the last semblance of good food from them was around, like, 2020. And Jules loved cheesecake. He was like, yeah, no, I'm going to the factory. I'd be like, yo, you the only motherfucker I know still you like. You the last nigga going. And he like, you tripping dog factory that shit. I'm just like, you also know you still think Kinko's is over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you stuck 20 years ago. Like, yeah, man, I can't get down with Cheesecake Factory no more. That's one that Cheesecake definitely... Factory. And maybe it's just because we've, we've experienced different things and we have different tastes. No, but palates. here's the thing. I can eat at a five, a five dollar cheesesteak at a poppy store and appreciate it. Yeah. If the food is good, it's good. I had a breakfast sandwich today. Little little cart around here. I'm the cart man, yeah. the cart master. You are a cart ass. I'm a cart. Man. I will eat cart food and love it you unapologetically. Know you know where all the carts is? Where you at? Oh, no, you, you got to go. Yeah, go I'm at sending you pictures of the menu from the phone. Y'all about to pull up on this cart. Tell me what you want. <laughs> like, I'm the cart fucking master. So with that being said, I'll eat a $6 breakfast sandwich. <laughs> the cart master is nuts. <laughs> I'm the cart I'll eat master. a $6 breakfast sandwich the same way I'll eat, you know, a fucking uh, A5, you know, uh, Wagyu. Like, it just, it just is what it is. Like, And I can appreciate both for what the fuck they are. Some of this shit is just not good 
food anymore, yo. Yeah. Like, it's just not good. It's they fucking importing all of their food from Cisco. The shit is frozen for who knows how many days, weeks, fucking months, or whatever the fucking case may be. Yeah. It's no love prepared or, you know, put into your fucking food. It's just niggas just back there da, 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 and just throwing your shit out. You know what else is terrible now? Honey grow. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you ain't lying. Honey Grow is fucking terrible. I just had something terrible. Oh, uh, what's the uh, Bahama Breeze? I ain't been to Bahama Breeze in Yo, a minute. I went there. Bahama Breeze one of my spots. I haven't been there in a while though. Last Probably time like I went, I months. actually enjoyed it though. Yeah, I get takeout when I go. There. I, don't really... I went to the one in Delaware. Christian Yeah, I went to the one in uh, Cherry Hill. Yeah, yeah, I ain't been in a minute. But Honey Grow definitely has has. They, Honey Grow has a garlic pepper right now. That is disgusting. Yo, I remember when I used to go to Honey Grow all the time. No, to uh, garlic butter. That's <gasps> disgusting. I used to go get salads from Honey Grow all the time. And they used to be so fucking good. And the stir fry, I wasn't crazy about stir fry, but I would get it and it would be so. And the last couple times I got it, it's like, yo, this is just slimy noodles. Yeah, no, 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 no type of taste to it. No, it's just slimy no noodles tools, no with taste. a little bit of soy sauce. And honestly, what it be, and I hate to be this guy. But I know where you go. You know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can see the train coming. I can coming. see it. I'm my face. When, when, when I walk uh. into establishments and I see an all-black young cast. Hello. I just know that this is not about, like. I know this is work release. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is the, the prison of work pipeline. I like, y'all don't even. You know how you used to walk in fast food <clears throat> or any of the places? You would see, like, that middle-aged black woman named Rachel or Rhonda. Like, she the manager. You know she don't take no shit. Yep. So, at least Rachel got y'all asses. Like, and when you walk in now and, like, the, the manager got on, like, a pole. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Slow down. Over his fucking work, it is just the like, shift leader is nineteen, Bruh. We went to uh, what's the uh the 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 salad place everybody like now the new honey grow type John um sweet green sweet green. We went to the sweet green out uh out Wayne right. Mm -hmm. We you know you got the Uber credit from Amex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm about to use my Uber credit to go to Sweet Green. She was like, shit, I'm gonna go to Sweet Green too. We weren't going to go to the one at the mall just because I didn't want to walk into the mall. Right, right. But the one at the mall is like the best, best one. one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, we could just go to the one at Wayne. It's Wayne. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, we can order, boom, boom, go pick it up. So we order, and I'm like, should we eat there? For real, for real. So we order it on our apps. Boom, it's done. We go in there. We go to pick the shit up. I walk in. The salads ain't on the, the, the shelf. Because that's where they, they're supposed to be on the shelf. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you Uber Eat. So I come to the door. I'm like, yo, um, I did the Uber Eat order. You know, whoop de whoop 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 they ain't on the joint. He was like, yeah, I figured I'd just bust them joints down when, 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 the, when they got here. <laughs> and I'm like, 
this is paid for. I'm like, how the fuck does that work? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So boom, he started making a salad. Now I get my salad a specific way. You know they got the black and chicken. Mm-hmm. The black and chicken thigh. I get extra chicken, right? I like onion, so I get extra onion. And then I get extra breadcrumbs. And I get the other shit in the salad. But I get extra chicken, extra onion, extra breadcrumbs. He start making a salad. I'm looking at him do the shit, and I'm just like... That ain't extra. No, it's extra chicken, but I'm like, he ain't put no breadcrumbs in the joint. Yeah. So I'm just like, yo, um, you, you ain't even put no breadcrumbs in there. He like, yo, big, big dog, we ain't even got no breadcrumbs. And I'm like, <sighs> but I paid for the breadcrumbs on that extra breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. another 90 cents <laughs> on the app. So, and he just like, I'm saying like... You want something else? No, he like... They shouldn't even have let you did that shit. And I'm like, <laughs> but they let me do you it. You do know, little Tyrone, that the store sets what's available and unavailable on the app, not the app. Right. The app is not the issue here. So then he was like, you just want some bread? Because they had like bread, like yeah. the, the, the actual bread. So I'm like, yeah, just, and Lee was like, well, damn, I got bread crumbs in my joint too. And he was like, I just get, y'all just get, y'all just eat, get a whole loaf. Y'all just each want a piece of bread. So we like, yeah. So he take two of the pieces of the bread, put them in a container. He come to the counter. He's like, yeah, it's going to be eight something. And I'm just like, wait, what? And he was just like, you said you wanted bread. And I'm like, you asked me if I wanted bread as a, as a like replacement for as my a no circumvention bread. to y'all not having bread yeah. crumbs. I didn't want to buy bread. And he just like, oh damn, my fault. I didn't realize what you were saying. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm thinking he like, cool. He like opened the container and took, took the, the bread, bread back <laughs> and put it with the other bread. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? That right there. So wait, I ain't done. So I'm just like, yo, just give me the bread. Ugh. I'll pay for it, whatever. Give me the salad. Give me the salad. Now, mind you, while this is going on, the workers are slap boxing. <laughs> they playing the fuck around. You Putting know what they saying? <laughs> just playing around. So I, I, we go sit down and eat. So I'm, I'm starting mixing my salad and I'm looking at it like, yo, there ain't no onion in here. Now, mind you, I asked for extra onion on the app. So I come back up to the joint, the girl now. So I'm like, hey, what's going on? Um, can I get, uh, like, I didn't get no onion in this joint. And she was like, oh, well, you know, if I give you onion, it's going to be 60 cent for, like, for onion. And I'm like, well, I actually got extra onion. So she was like, extra onion going to be $1.20. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, paid I, I already it. paid for it on the app. And she was like, let me see. And I showed her the screen. She was just like, oh, and it ain't no onion in there? And I'm like. Bitch, I'm holding this big-ass bowl of salad. I'm, you don't see it? Ain't no onion in this joint. And she like, all right, she take one of the little cups and like halfway fill it up with onion and put it on a joint. I'm like, let me get another one of these and can you fill them up? And she was just like, well, how much onion you want? I'm like, I want extra onion. That's what mm-hmm. I like. That's the reason I asked for extra onion. And she's just like, it ain't even no more onion in here, so I'm going to go get it out the back. You really want it that bad? And I'm just like. What the fuck is he? I'm like, and at this point, Lee, like, yo, I'm just ready to leave. And we just like left the salads and just went and boy, like, fuck these AMX practices. And, just, and it's just like, yo, when you go in restaurants and you see a bunch of young motherfuckers working, it's like, this is going to be bad. That what you're describing is the fuck you, give me your money ization of business that has gone on Bruh. as an effect of the pandemic. Yeah. You can't convince regular working class people to come to work anymore. So you have to hire motherfuckers that were normally cast out of the job market. Yep. The people that are, that are working now at your CVS's, your Rite Aid's, your Sweet Greens, your Fridays, your yeah, fucking, we went, uh, meet, yo, we, went to Mc, we went to McDonald's the other night. We was down bad. We went to McDonald's. We had the drive through. We pull up the board at the drive through. He came over. It was like, yo, give me a second. 
So we like, all right, no bullshit. We sat there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so it got to the point where I'm telling him, I'm like, yo, let's just slide. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's just like, nah, but I just I'm wanting to eat real quick. So we sitting there. He like, yo, the boy come back on the screen. Yeah, I can hear you, dog. Give me a sec. And <laughs> <laughs> these are the people. So Pete, we we finally he come back in the show. I was like, yeah, so. So we order or whatever. We come around to the window or whatever. So we geeking or whatever. The boy comes to the window. He was like, y'all getting high in there? Boy like, no, nah, that's them. They ain't me. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, when I get off, though. <laughs> like, when they tell you that the unemployment number. It ain't done. <laughs> we get up to the door. The girl give us the food. She ain't kept the food. <laughs> Can't look at the Joe's like, yo, neither of my burgers are here. So she opened the window. She like, what's up? And he was like, yo, it's two burgers that's supposed to be in here. She was like, oh, all right. And closed the window and walked off. <laughs> it's like, she ain't say like, oh, damn, my bad. Yeah, no, I'm going to get them Jones. Oh, right. It was like, oh, you want you want them Jones that you ordered? Like, it's like that. you that. paid for yeah. it? So she go back. <laughs> he, he was like, I know she ain't about to free ball these Jones. She had the burgers out the window. <laughs> I just had them straight. Yeah, you don't get no number back. <laughs> He's like, yo, can I get another bag? She was like. <laughs> Put the jokes in. I was like, yo, yo, McDonald's is crude as shit yeah. now, man. When they tell you that the unemployment is a calculated figure of the people that are actively looking for jobs, Bruh. these are the motherfuckers that weren't in the calculation. Yep. That are now in there by default. In there by default. Yep. These are the now the workforce representation that you have. And these are the motherfuckers that took the $400 bonus and the free shorty to go work at YY <laughs> and all that shit. Like, these are those motherfuckers. These are motherfuckers that never had no intention on working a job because they could live off $600 a month by selling their 1200 in food stamps for half off. Yeah. These are the people that we're forced to fucking deal with on a one-to-one and on a group basis when we go into these fucking places to do normal fucking functions like eat, fucking, uh, you know, buy toiletries and things for our homes yeah. and shit like that, pick up our prescriptions. Yeah. These are the motherfuckers that we're left Do with. you remember going into McDonald's years ago, like when we were kids, and it was like adults working? Yeah. Do you remember that? Going in the supermarket and it was like adults working? Yep. Like, it wasn't, like, young people at the cashier fucking around. It was, like, real, like, adults working in all these different positions. A McDonald's store manager makes, like, $80,000, $85,000 a year. Like, that's like that's nothing to fucking sneeze at. Like, mm-hmm. like these people, like, these, these are people that, you know, they might have been in, you know, in food service or whatever for 15, 16, 17 years, but they rose the fucking ranks, and now, you know, they're in charge of a corporate, uh, the, the store, uh, the brick and mortar for a corporate fucking entity. That's no fucking small. That's no small fucking feat, man. Society just as a whole, like all of these Jones, like you, you like you. Have you noticed there are like no play play palaces anymore? And oh shit yeah, like that? that shit is out. You can't have that shit. Cop and roll. Yeah, cop and slide, boy. Yeah, we, you hanging out here. Like majority of these places, I went to. Uh, I went to Wendy's. <laughs> cop I was, and roll. I, was, I went to Wendy's in Roxborough the other day, and somebody pulled up for like Uber <laughs> Eats or whatever. Somebody had pulled up for Uber Eats. They wouldn't even, you can't even get in the fucking restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. no, don't even come in here, nigga. Go around the drive-thru and pick up the Uber Eats order or whatever. And I'm just like, yo, this is where we are. Like, we don't even want to see you motherfuckers. We yeah. don't even want to have a one-to-one interaction with you where it's like you could physically, like, grab my ass. Dog. But me being completely yo, just shot I was out having a conversation you. with Lee the other day. You know how many motherfuckers don't know that Wendy's used to have tacos? 
Oh, yeah. Do you sure. remember that yeah. the taco bar? Mm-hmm. Wendy's used to have yeah. hot tacos, nachos, and cheese and all that shit in the Wendy's. Here go another one you, that you just couldn't do now. You remember Roy Rogers? Mm-hmm. The Fixin's Bar? Fixin's nigga. Bar. Yeah. You come in Roy Rogers, it don't matter if you order a number one or a number six. Nigga, we giving you a burger and some cheese, and you going <laughs> to go over there and do that shit yourself. Yep. you imagine the Fixin's Bar out now with society now? Somebody put some fetty in They'd that be shit. right on the news. Fentanyl in the lettuce <laughs> kills 19 people at the Roy Rogers. Yep. Yo, my mom used to be, hey, my burger be this big walking back to that table. <laughs> you be up there at the counter, yo, y'all know y'all out of pickles. They're like, what? Oh, yeah, pickles, <laughs> I took them all. Pickles, it's gone. Clear that joint up. <laughs> Fix this bar, kill 30 people. You remember the, the buffet at Pizza Hut? Mm-hmm. All, you can't do none of that shit no more. And it's because, this is it's a microcosm, but it's because of s- simple shit like this that America ultimately is going to get left the fuck behind. Yeah. Because we have a working class of people that don't want to work. The motherfuckers that should be fulfilling these jobs aren't. And, you know, because of that, there's no upward mobility for, like, the future generations and shit because they all think they're going to be influencers and attorneys yeah. and CEOs and shit like that. And they're not settled in or resigned to the fact that, like, nah, you're probably going to go somewhere and make $45,000 a year. And that's okay. Like, you can build a life around that shit if, like, if you're fucking responsible. But it's basically, like, leaving this wide-ass open gap of like working class positions that are just not getting filled or being filled by the totally wrong people. It's funny. You just say that we didn't even mean to go down this, but since we're here, she has me watching this reality show called uh, married at first sight. Okay. Ever seen that? Yeah. 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 And there's a girl on there for whatever season, I guess is, I don't know if it's the new season or, you know, something's just on all the time. So you kind of get into the flow of it. And this girl is like, she's talking to the bull and the bull is like a firefighter, right? And he lives a regular, like he's a firefighter and he's like, you know, I don't need much. I got my dog. You know, I like nice things, but I think it's important to save and invest your money. You know, this and the third, like a relative normal person. It's a regular guy. And the girl is like, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm high maintenance and I'm all about, you know, like I, I don't take, I don't, like, you know how bitches talk. I'm the one, not the two. And I don't, you know, like I don't, I don't do nothing little and everything I do is a big deal. Cause I'm the doo, 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 doo. and they, they got into like spending money and she's like, you know, I, I like going shopping. So that's a must for me being in marriage. Like, you know, if I can't shop, I would just die and da, 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 da. So then they get a little further and they get into like their upbringings. Right. And she's like, yeah, I grew up. Dirt poor. Of course. And, you know, I, I know. From, Same script. She, she's like, I know for my kids that I want, you know, all the shit I didn't have. And, you know, I'm I like, I, you know, it, it fueled me to to like. And, and then she she said I'm motivated by money and people who are motivated by money kind of scare me a little bit where I personally feel like I'm motivated by success or the freedom that comes with certain things. That, right. to me, is a normal motivation. But when people say I'm motivated by money, it bothers me because it's like, if that's your motivation, you'll do anything You'll do anything it. to get it. And I never looked at myself as like motivated. Like I told you last week, where it's like, focus on your legacy, and the money's part of the legacy. Right. It, it, one has to go with the other. Yeah, start with the end in mind, and then work toward the goal. Exactly. And a lot of people now have the money in mind, mm-hmm. where it's like, whatever the fuck got to happen for that. Yeah, and this is how bitches end up on a yacht in Dubai, getting getting their mouth shitted in by a prince, because so, you're motivated by money. So perfect. So where I was trying to go with the whole thing was, you know, I, do you watch the show at all? I've seen it. I've seen probably about five. <laughs> so, you know, they, they get married at first sight and then they have a honeymoon and then they go back to where they live and they see each other's houses. Mm-hmm. She goes to his house and he has like 
a normal nice apartment. He had a nice apartment. Had his dog in there or whatever. And, you know, he had, like, little shit. You know, like a normal, regular, everyday apartment. And the way she had talked the whole honeymoon and the whole joint, he leaving was like, yeah, I can't wait to see her crib. Because this guy... <laughs> and literally, they came into her apartment, and it was a regular-ass apartment. With a regular couch, mm-hmm. regular TV, regular furniture, regular bed... Like the refrigerator was a regular white refrigerator. It was just a regular place. Yeah. But then she's like, let me show you my closet. She opens the closet. Everything. Red bottoms, Louis yeah. Vuitton, Gucci, Jimmy Choo. This is the crown jewel and right he, here. And he was like, yo, how much do you think you have in your closet? And and she's like, I don't know, probably like 90 grand, 100 grand, you know, whatever, whatever. And he's like, you don't think this is like a little ridiculous? And I'm like, yo, I pause it. And I'm like, this is America in a nutshell now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you, you come from meager very humble beginnings and you're fueled by money to get it and just spend it on shit yeah not like a better life or like this extravagant ass uh education or even like setting up no shit that's gonna uh you know come later on in life it's just red bottoms and louis vuitton and bags and it's just like yo america is a crazy ass place yo we're we're the primary ones that are that we're mediocre everyday run-of-the-mill people are resigned to wearing their success. Yeah. And whatever little semblance of success they had, they want to represent it in a watch or a Cartier bracelet or, a, you know, a, a tennis bracelet or a fucking Chanel jacket or whatever. Fuck, Like, we're the, we're the, I promise you, we're the only ones. And more so shit. where I'm getting is to like, yo, this person has a relatively regular life. So your closet would ex- your closet basically states to the world that you live an extravagant life. Yeah. When you have a regular everyday life, and it made me think about like my mom. Like my, I said it. My mom like had a decent education, had a good job, worked for the school district, and I I never saw my mom with a thirty eight hundred dollar bag. Yeah. You know I'm serious. <laughs> But you got people now where it's like you got young girls who have multiple thirty eight hundred dollar bags and have nothing else, and no, they have nowhere to live. And it, it's just like kind of crazy that we've gotten to like this point in society where we're fueled only by being able to show off things and and having pictures from trips. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Yeah, consumerism has grabbed Americans, and this is not a black thing. This is just no, an no, American they, no. Because she was Latino. Yeah, this is a, this, this is not this, a black this, thing. This is an American thing. Like consumerism has grabbed Americans around the fucking throat and choked us Bruh. into fucking submission to where we just accept the shit. Like we just think it is. We just see it as like as normal yeah. as like what we do. These are the trappings of success, but in reality, it's like y'all aren't that fucking successful to reward yourself as constantly as you do for. Your regular everyday fucking life, and, and it's crazy because you got people that are like breaking their necks to be able to go and do this shit, to be on the same like level of people who do it, kind of just effortlessly. effortlessly. Yeah. And it's funny because one of my homegirls, she works in a high fashion situation, and she was telling me how because we 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 had went there one day, um, uh, what day was it? I think it was like a Tuesday. It was like a Tuesday afternoon, whatever. We went to the uh to the place and. I was trying on some shoes, right? Yeah. And I, I just, like, mentioned to her, I'm like, man, it's kind of dead in here today. Ain't nothing going on. And she was like, this is when the most money gets spent. And I was like, huh? She was like, yeah, people have this view of, like, the mall and, like, high-end fashion stores thinking, like, oh, the weekend is crazy and there's so many people. And she's like, anybody in high fashion will tell you. On the weekend, you get the people who are, like, coming to the mall and they want to be able to, they want to buy something or they might be able to buy something or they might see something that they like. And this and a third, the real money gets spent during the week. 
because those are the motherfuckers who are married to the tech guy and she's coming in with the credit card and gonna buy 19 pieces. And I was just like, damn, how about it? Yeah. Because it's like if you if you and Neiman's on a Tuesday afternoon. You know what you're coming for. You're you coming to spend money. You're not just bored and you just in here. Right. You're being it's, it's Or it's being, not your day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the thought process of like being directive versus like being like circumvental, where it's like you're coming to the mall in effect as like this is what I'm doing with my day, not necessarily to buy something. Like I'm I'm gonna get something to eat, I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna check this out, I'm gonna see if this place got this, da 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 da. Whereas the person that's coming on fucking, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they they're coming to get what the fuck they need to get in an undisturbed manner. Yeah. I'm coming for my pieces. I'm coming for my pieces. I need the full attention of my salespeople or whatever the fuck like that. So I'm going to come when they're not inundated with bullshit. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? But enough of that. What what we got, man? What's going on? Uh, I think the biggest thing right now, man, this uh, Bradley Beal trade went down yesterday. Um, So some NBA talk. Uh, he waived his no trade clause in order to go to Phoenix and join KD Book and De- DeAndre and uh, was it DeAndre Ayton? That's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now, uh, Chris Paul is the big winner in all of this because he doubles his salary in the trade, going mm-hmm. from fifteen million to close to thirty in order to meet the one hundred and twenty five percent salary exchange per the new CBA guidelines that just took effect this all season. Um, Phoenix completely destroys what minuscule depth they had left. And now they have literally five players under contract right. until they try to turn Aiton into something else. And, um, you know, you got people judging this thing, who's the winner, who's the loser, whatever the case may be. And um, this is just essentially a situation to me, me viewing it, of Michael Winger, who's the new president of, you know, the Washington Basketball Entertainment Group, the, 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 the Mystics, the um, – Wizards, and then I also believe he's the, now the president of Washington Capitals mm-hmm. also, of that whole entertainment group and basically being tasked with turning around the financial misfortune of the whole thing or whatever. And the first way that he's deciding to do so is to offload a bad contract for somebody who, you know, meant so much to Washington but not necessarily meant as much on the open market mm-hmm. because they had nothing. And originally, Abe Poland the owner of, uh, I think A. Poland still owns the uh, the Wizards. Mm-hmm. He did not want to go through like a full rebuild. And then Michael Winger is like, no. We, yeah. we, it's, there's no way around this. Like we can't build with Bill Porzingis and Kuzma. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the next shoes to drop for, uh, for Washington would be, I would try to do everything I can to convince Kuzma and Porzingis to get the fuck out of here and or some form of a sign and trade where you trade them for the cap space and like a pick or something like that to get rid of them and just focus on, you know, being really, really good at drafting and developing players. Yeah. That's what needs to happen for Washington. Um, Phoenix, good move to, you know, to make an upgrade on Chris Paul. You basically trade Chris Paul and Landry Shamit and six second-round picks, which is crazy, um, in order to get, you know, Bradley Bill, three-time All-Star, two times he scored 30, 31 points, um, you know, per game. And even with him being injured the last two years, he's still a very efficient and effective scorer, averaging around 23 points per game. With all that being said, Denver and six. My man hit me was like, yo, I know you got the, like, Bradley Bill running with KD and, uh, and, and Devin Booker. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Stat line, Devin Booker, 36 points. KD, 33 points. Bradley Bill, 6 for 10 from 3, 29 points. Final score, Denver, 121. Phoenix Suns, 98. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? You got three dudes scoring 30. Nobody else is going to have a point. 
Suns got 90. They literally don't have any other players to score. And no and, defense. And no defense. And now you have DeAndre Ayton, who already was pissed at his role before. Now you the fourth option. Now you don't even have a pass for his point guard on the team like CP3 to get you involved yeah. and get you to your 18 points a game. So you know he's like, get me the fuck out of he here. He got his money, though. He didn't get He got his money. He got $143 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he got his money. But he was trying to be out. He was trying to get to Indiana. He was just like, yo, just get me out of here. Like, he was trying to get to basically Indiana or Sacramento. And they just they just wouldn't let him fucking. They're like, no, we're matching any offer or whatever, whatever. Even though we made you the scapegoat of our finals loss because Giannis went off. And it's like, yo, you do know Giannis does that against pretty much anybody in that situation other than maybe like, Anthony Davis, like the only or person, Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> otherwise that that year, Giannis was just on obliteration mode. He was playing the game on easy mode, mm-hmm. and he was running the same halfback drive play <laughs> every fucking play, and it was working. There was nothing that people could do to stop the shit. Straight up, it just was what it was. So Aiton was unfairly made the scapegoat for them losing the finals. Um, and I also think Monty Williams got outcoached a little bit, also. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. So, Not basketball, people hate it. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, also, uh, shout out to Lou Will. We're going to give him claps to Lou Will. Retired. Oh. I thought he'd been retired. Yeah. yeah uh, Ain't nobody want to live like Lou Will <laughs> three, four years now. Like. Yeah, retired from the NBA officially after uh, 17 seasons. And, uh, you know, he put a post on his IG, and that was the retirement announcement. Because where else would you yeah. announce anything <laughs> yeah. now? Nigga news. Nigga News Network. Well, you know, motherfuckers have real, like, press conferences and yeah. shit, and I'll just put it on the gram. Let let gram let let it. Yeah, throw it up on the Twitter. I'll just tag Bleacher Report yeah, there, yeah, pick it up, yeah, everybody yeah. else will see it. Yeah. Was, he, was he on the team last year? I think he was on Atlanta again. Oh, he was? He one, of the, one, of those, one of those feel-good Udonis Haslam Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think he. I don't really think he played much, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, basketball season officially over. Denver's the champions. Uh, the trades have already started. NBA draft is Thursday. We the worst kept secret Mike in Malone. The world. Mike Malone doing his best BBQ impression. Oh man, was excellent this past week. With the Shout out BBQ with the bust down with Cuban the Cuban on. with the finish. <laughs> he had 125 <laughs> gram Cuban on, acting unusual. Mike Malone was turt this fucking week. That was funny as shit, man. I'm happy for them, though. So, yeah, the NBA season is wrapped up. Uh, football season is coming soon. Uh, baseball season is going on right now in full swing, but uh, enough sports. I think the biggest topic right now in all of uh, nigger life in a polarizing topic is this Gunner album. Yo, listen. And I have a lot of thoughts on it, and I actually... Because I, I seen it the other day, and I saw, like, a lot of hoopla or whatever. I, I saw, basically, a Facebook post where the guy was like, Gunna album so hot, I'm wearing a wire to the club today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I burst out yeah. over there. I was like, what, man? So I didn't even know Gunna had an album. Yeah, just, so I went and started. I, I was like, oh, shit, he do, do. Yo, listen. First five or six, I'm like, damn, this shit sound all right. I ain't really get off into it yet. I just kind of skipped through the first five or six songs. But I'm just like... I, and I saw, like, a lot of traction. Like, that, that post had started to go viral. And people were like, yo... Hate the nigga if you want. Gunna can make some music, man. I'm just like, I, I've been waiting to see what you're Here, Here's the thing. This. It's not about whether he's a talented artist or not or if he's good at making music because we all know that. That's the worst kept secret here. The problem that I have with the album is the narratives that y'all are creating around it that go against your own 
fucking talking points. For me? Not you. Oh, I'm about to say. Not you. No, no, no. I'm talking about about people at large. The the nigger net community, the academic supporters, the chat niggas, the say cheese audience and all of that. And I want to get through this. The problem that I have with the support for the album is that is the blatant hypocrisy that's attached to the shit. These people are totally inconsistent in talking out both sides of their mouths. These are the same people that call 6ix9ine snitch nine. These are the same people that, that had Pop Hunter on suicide watch for him cooperating with seeing his best friend get murdered when he was fucking 14 years old. These are the same people that have been calling Boston Richie Boston Snitchy and had him running around paying niggas and doing 11, 12, 15 interviews trying to clear his motherfucking name. These are the same people who tried to ruin Rollo because of some out-of-context paperwork and a fucking some doctored audio that his former friend had because of some beef that they got going on. These are the same people that, as of yesterday, are calling YNW Melly, YNW Telly, because of some fucking police interview from when he was a minor that just leaked that's supposed to be completely sealed because minors fucking interaction with police is not supposed to be public record. Like these are the same people. And so the problem that I have is that it's never been a question of if Gunna was a great artist. We know he's a fucking great artist. Part of the reason why people were let down is because of the fact that even though he's a great artist, they're resigned to their moral fucking compass and they don't want to sit here and be made to be hypocrites of their lifelong fucking beliefs by indulging and supporting the economic virtue of a snitch. And the whole narrative behind, oh, well, we got to wait till Thug saying this and this and this, that's some dick riding shit. I don't need to wait and hear what Thug got to say. I got my own eyes and my own ears, and if Thug want to fuck with his man, that's a rat, that's his business. I'm standing on this shit because of what I believe in. Because I got homies that's in jail because niggas told on them. I got a homie that's in jail right now, right now, that I'm fucking taking care of, that niggas tried to fucking shoot him, Mm -hmm. and he shot back, and all of them bitch-ass niggas gave voluntary statements against him for defending himself. So that's the fucking problem that I have. This shit is not about Gunna and his fucking music and his, and his fucking dance records or whatever the fuck. And I don't want to hear no nigga that wasn't facing no real jail time sit on no fucking album and talk tough and try to talk about I'm pulling up on niggas that caught me a rat and all that. No, the fuck you not. Like, this shit is bullshit, yo. And the simple fact that people can't distinguish one from the other and the fact that y'all are making excuses is what's making the shit not palatable to people like me. Because... Because of the simple fact that, like, it's just completely just fucking inconsistent. So now the question that I pose is, are y'all racist, are y'all rat lovers, or are y'all selective politicking? Because 6ix9ine literally got kidnapped and Harvin that other nigga was going to murder him. And he cooperated against niggas that was going to murder him that was already extorting him fucking financially. And the proof and all of that shit is in the case file. And y'all called him a snitch. And, and, and that's okay, culturally, because he's Mexican and da-da-da-da-da, and y'all not going to turn y'all back on him. And then all these other niggas that I just outlined that y'all all calling them snitches, and y'all just started calling a nigga a snitch the same weekend Gunner album came out. So which one is it? Do we fuck with snitches or do we not? I can't figure it out. I'm confused here. You, you asking me? I'm I'm just I'm asking the room like I just want to know. You, you remember when when uh shout out Breakfast Bars, uh, Young Legend and a uh, nerd. Remember when they were here? No, no, I'm sorry, not Breakfast Bars. Um, uh, uh, 
smooth from cooking up? No, no, no. The two guys from Jersey. Um, GL. Oh, Louie. Oh, Louie. Louie and GL. Louie and GL. Um, uh, what's their podcast called? Uh, bottles and beers. Bottles and beers, beers and bottles. Beers and bottles. There you go. Shout out to them. When they were here, and I was like, remember, I asked, what do you think happens first? Gonna coming back to musical prominence or six nine being there? And they was like, I mean, I it was, I forgot what the way I worded it, but I was like. I think Gunna comes back to musical prominence because he's he was too high of an artist. Like he was think about it, he had the fucking the anthem the of the of NBA All Star Weekend, and I, I hate to be that guy where it's like as much as yeah you know I can understand the morals and the principles part of it. Society just don't work like that no more because we see what happened with the mob. We see what happened with Sammy Gravano. We see what happened with shit. If you want to be technical, like six nine, six nine, still he just you know, there's a new documentary on him now on fucking. Yeah, he has uh, he has the number one. But here's the thing: they black they completely blacklisted him and removed him from hip hop. Well, they did that when he was dropping. So it's like at the end <laughs> of the day, I feel like yeah. Gonna has some shit now that doesn't really make much sense for all the like even when you listen to like some of his old songs, he said I never turn my back on the guys and all of that type of stuff. But music now is just so once Rick Ross beat the whole 50 cent situation with the whole officer Ricky thing, I knew what you did or what you come from, none of that shit matters anymore. You know what I'm saying? Drake literally last week had on yellow nail polish with a state property outfit. It's like no one's gonna try like. These things don't matter no more. All these people really care about is the music. So the other day I saw, uh, apparently, you know that chart data shit? Mm -hmm. They said Gunna's number one as far as the, the Apple, whatever the fuck it is. And I'm just like, yeah, he's fucking around, going to be very high. With it. And then you factor in that because you got the whole case and all of that, everybody kind of flocks to it. Like me personally, I don't even really get listened to a lot of the, like even the last album, I kind of like downloaded it and was like, listen to it here and there. And I wound up listening to the first three or four or five, it was like first five tracks. On the joint the other day, just because it's like, oh, he does have new music. And I'm like listening just to see what the sounds sound like. But I'm like, I'll get into that shit later. But he's going to draw a lot of attention because of it. And because he's such a big star, it's going to always make people pick sides. It's, it's just what it is. Some of these people are just like that. And you want everybody to kind of like stand and be on this like hill that you rightfully so are They on. put themselves on the hill. No, I'm talking about you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you rightfully so yeah. are on the right hill. But just you got to understand that these... What Pimp C say? You boys is flip floppy? Yo, that, that's reality. So if you boys is flip floppy, I'm more, my, more, my thing more so is don't worry about them boys because they flip floppy. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You're just going to drive yourself, like not trying to be funny, you, that ranch you just went on was perfect. But you're going to drive yourself crazy, bro. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, they, but, they I, not but I, I wanted to save it for the show because I'm done talking about the shit because the public discourse is just so retarded. I can't, at me as an intelligent person that's, Can I ask a that's not wavering, like I just can't, I can't download uh, or digest uh, no uh, more of this shit. Apparently Thug posted a, a, a QR code What did a countdown. it go to? Nothing yet. Okay. Just a countdown. It's, it started at five days and 23 hours. Because I saw somebody the other day was like, that's the, I thought, I, I honestly thought it was a countdown to Gunna's album. No, Gunna album was already out. And I was like, this this is insane. Because that kind of throws everything out. And like you just said, it's like, if he wants to fuck with him, that's his what, business. Then what? Like, it kind of put, you know what I mean? If so, they want to stand on rap business, that's their business. That ain't my business. But my business is, is my moral compass don't waver because another nigga say, oh, no. I told him, like, no, 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 no. It don't, it don't work that way for me. Like, I know niggas in real life where they 
plant the tell on each other. This and that. like that's they again. That's they business. You got and then, I don't fuck with none of that so, shit. So let me ask you this: What about people who aren't in any of that life and don't? Then, then stop trying to tell me how to feel about the shit if you ain't in that life. If you're not in it, shut the fuck up. So who is it? Somebody in particular? Just no, the just people. In the internet okay. in general, because y'all, y'all, what y'all are telling me on the internet is. Oh, well, if a nigga don't want to get told on that he shouldn't do crime. The nigga that told on him is doing crime too. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Man. Like it's like that shit, this shit don't make no sense. Dan is sitting here about, as my I'm, as my I'm, friend, I'm, as somebody I'm, that got told on. I was about on. to ask, can you 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 can be our uh <laughs> Oh, I don't listen to the shit at all. <laughs> no, no, I was like, you can be our, our I got told on consigliere. How do you feel with just where he's at or oh, what? Oh, I hate that shit. Like listen, I hate it. I don't listen to the shit. Listen to me. I would walk. I was at Rose Bar for Gunner's birthday, and I mean, the real Gunner, Chris Gunner. Chris. I got Chris. <laughs> they threw some Gunner shit on. I went to the DJ and like, man, cut that shit off. I made him cut the shit off in the middle of the fucking. I saw there was like, a place in Atlanta last week that played some Gunner music. Yeah, and nobody moved. Nah, like, nah, fuck that. You're told. I don't give a fuck. Like how how like how God used to say, we don't take deals, we go to trial. It like it ain't it ain't that severe, but if you want to take a deal, wait until the people that's not taking deals get yeah. their shit out of the way. Because I don't give a fuck what you 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 YSL is supposed to be a record label. You went on the record and said, "Is YSL a gang? Yes, it's a gang." Oh yeah, but they can't use the statement. They don't have to use the statement. You done already brainwashed exactly. the jurors already. From the frivolous tree. Thug, like not even, Thug is even out of jury selection yet. Yeah. How does that statement not taint any potential juror that's, that's going into have, this That's shit? why I don't have 12 yet. They've been in jury selection since my mom's birthday, since January 9th. It's June 19th. They not out of jury selection because the jury is tainted. The whole shit is prejudicial. No, I ain't telling him. You didn't have to. You opened your mouth. And I, and I put it on Twitter all the time. You have the your Miranda right. You have the right to remain silent. Sometimes that's the best, the best, the only option. It's all, it's automatically the best option, but sometimes it's the only option. Just shut the fuck up. Yep. That's it. And people are the people are insulting the intelligence of people like me, like Dan, like my man Love, that stand on that standing on this shit because y'all want to make the excuses so that you can listen so you to can the music, music. Exactly. conflict free, and that's the real insulting part of all of it. Like you trying to convince yourself that he, you didn't see what you saw I in think, order for you to enjoy the music and don't feel a way about and shit. And I think that happened with R. Kelly. <laughs> I, think I, that happen, I think that happens like over, I don't fuck with R. Kelly neither. Right, but there are a lot of people <laughs> who went through that same gauntlet mentally of like, can I bang with this? Is it okay to play this out loud? Is it cool to listen to this at a party? Can the DJ cut this on? Can I have this? Can I love? It's people that go through that shit over and over again. And it's simple. Prime example, a couple years back, when the biker gangs went to war, shot each other. Waco, Texas. Yeah. 20 niggas got shot. Everybody exercised their right to remain silent. Nobody went to jail. Nobody went to jail. Everybody went home. Because if no one, if no one says anything, no one knows anything. If the police are asking questions, they don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very it's simple, just... straightforward thing. And people go through all these mental gymnastics to try to jump over something that's very simple and pronounced. I mean, I, I look at it like 
you know, I don't speak on it a lot, but I got locked up for something years ago. You know, we've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I got locked up for something that was going on with one of my homies, and they had me in a room. It was like, where you know, and I, I didn't say anything. I went to court, and shit wound up getting thrown out. Now, I didn't do that <laughs> to walk around like, yeah, I ain't never folding and never telling it. I didn't, I've, ne- I've never even made that statement out loud. Right. But there are a lot of people who go through these things, and it's more so like a, I want to poke my chest out and be this, that, and the third yeah. now. But my thing is when I look at federal convictions and see 83% of them come from federal informant, and then I see the way the world works when it comes to, like, the streets, music, all this. It's my fu- the, the, the fucking lady who was running Rock Nation told him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Perez? Desiree Perez, Perez, yeah. Perez. She's yeah. a well-known informant. Like, th- th- this is like, like Michael Francis, Henry Hitt, Like, these motherfuckers are, like, famous tellers. And it's just like... And she's still married to a plug. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, so this, this, this is kind of so like... The, so, one thing for me, I think I kind of just disengage because I don't do any of it. So you see, you know, I'm not on the internet. But that should be that should be the motherfucker. That should be the overall position for everybody, right? Because my whole thing is, we have now, right? We have met Plymouth Rock on street culture intersecting with internet culture. Mm-hmm. We are we are at the fucking precipice. But I also think, too, to a certain extent, these people aren't real. We talk all the time how these people are like images that they create on the internet. Oh, absolutely. So. I'm not taking anyone on the internet as far as I could throw them in a, in believability or accountability. I understand that, but when it's happening in mass and, and the overarching sentiment is this, it's like, fuck the individual person. I'm looking at the full breadth of the wave of the sentiment as it relates to 30,000 comments here, 10,000 comments there, 50,000 comments there. And the overarching sentiment is, I shouldn't trust my eyes because one, there's a chance. Oh, that you're still on the did he or did he not snitch thing? No, it's it's a it's a it's a bunch of shit all wrapped up into this overall ball of bullshit. Is what I'm getting at, and it's basically it's like I shouldn't trust my eyes because there's mitigating factors at hand. Well, what if Thug told him to tell the same nigga that went on fucking Twitter and went in an interview and said, I think all rats should die. So just in the matter of being locked up for a year, his stance completely reversed. And he told all these niggas to stand trial. I mean, to, to plea out and to tell, even though him, he himself is standing trial with niggas that got multiple bodies. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, like none of this makes sense. Everybody wants some sort of credibility or some kind of degree at at street uh, uh, etiquette. Even though they don't participate in, like the street shit, here's the thing. The street shit is, I've said it on the show, it's perverse. A lot of it is wrong. A lot of it is inside out. A lot of it is fucking conflicting. It's a lot, it's a lot with this shit. But when you agree to and ascribe to that subset of rules it is what it is because it was very pronounced when you got here. Yeah. So for the motherfuckers that don't ascribe to that way of life to be telling people that do to not feel away or not think like this or what y'all missing is this, that, and the third. You don't get to tell us that because you don't ascribe to our way of living. Yeah, but I also think on the flip side, the people who don't ascribe to that way of living are looking at the music in a different light or manner than somebody who is might. But and their that's talking hard. points are different than that. See, guy. I don't see that. I, you know, I guess I'm just more so. <laughs> but it, it goes back to. Like what I'm saying more so is 
I completely understand why Gunner's going to do crazy numbers when he drops. Oh, for sure. That's more so what I'm saying. Where it's like, it's not shocking to me that people are listening to this shit because I see people pay for speaking. It's not shocking at all because I see shit. The majority of the rats in the city is still fucking all (laughs) All the bitches. bitches. And that's that's (laughs) kind of where I was going to go next. Think about how many many motherfuckers have. uh, Again, when we see all these convictions and all these things happen from testimony and informant and wires and plea, I mean, uh, What's it called when you understand? Um, oh, a confidential form. No, you understand. A witness. With, uh, testimony. That's like, all these different things. Like, you... I, like, I just don't see this as being the one that's like some parallel, like, quantum realm that doesn't make no, no, sense. No, no, no. No, it makes, it makes all the sense. But what they're not saying is, I know he told... I just like the nigga too much to give the music up. That's Nobody's it. saying Nobody's that. Nobody's saying that. Oh, see, I... I don't, don't care. Like, I don't care. Nobody's not saying... Nobody's saying... The nigga probably did tell, but I just fuck with the music too much. Like, see me, that's a different sentiment. Now, see me, like, I kind of looked at, like, Rick Ross, that whole situation where it was, like, when everybody was, oh, man, he was a CEO and did it. I'm just like. That's niggas that don't know. Right, but I was like, mafia music is good. I don't give a yeah. fuck what this nigga did for employment. But any, that's kind of how I was. Man, now, knowing, with, knowing what I did for CEOs and what CEOs did for me. I could care less. Now, when it comes to this gunner situation, it's a different situation because at the end of the day, yeah, you did make a statement that in basically indicted the whole fucking record label. As Everybody that's left in the fucking uh, in in the in the indictment is is worse for wear after your testimony. That is a fact. Without you coming back to court or none of that shit, you are worse. They are worse for wear because of what you did. And I gotta look at it like at the end of the day, like how you said, gunner went to. Cali, right? Yeah. He went to Cali, and it's like, at the end of the day, he's moving around. He's dropping albums, buying cars, doing shit, and it's just like, why aren't these people acting like that? Because here's, here's the thing, right? And I'll explain I'm it to you. I'm also just asking yeah, for yeah, the yeah. people. No, I know I, why. I'll explain it to you. He left Atlanta because shit bad for him out there. And it's a lot of bodies dropping in Atlanta right now. And he don't want to be one of the bodies that get dropped. So... He got up, transported his ass to California to fall under the Rolling 60 Crip card, which, again, he's still gangbanging for those out there keeping count to fall under the Rolling 60 card because Big U is a respected figure and he can protect him. So now you basically go and you fucking say, you give in your allocution that you gave, YSL is a gang and that it needs to end. Yes, ma'am. And then you go and then you fall up under another gang and this is the nigga that I'm supposed to take serious. So that's oh. that's my question. So, so how how does he fall up under that? Like, because they extorting the, him. Okay, so that's why I'm like, how does the gang even like accept this shit? They extorting his ass. That's right. How. So that's more so what I'm saying. Where it's like the money and the fame and all of that trumps yeah. all of these real nigga rules that motherfuckers have created. Whereas like if the real niggas is worried about the money and the fame. How do you expect the person who's riding the train to work to be like, oh, man, you know, I got to stand on these... Like, they listening to the music because they fu- they're functioning off of the music. Yeah. Right? They, they need the music to survive. They, they need, need the music so- to survive. I don't, I don't even listen to music anymore, so I don't even give a fuck about this shit. I care about my principles and my standing and, you know, and, and, as- and ascribing to something that has affected people that I care about. Fuck Gunna. It, fuck 6ix9ine, fuck Boston Richie, fuck Rollo, fuck Pop Hunter, fuck all them niggas. I'm not taking up or down for them niggas neither way. I'm just saying is that when you talk about this whole ball of bullshit that, that and all of the factors that, that inflated this ball, y'all told me Pop Hunter was a snitch. 
because of something that he did when he was 14. Y'all told me Rollo was a snitch because of some doctored fucking audio that his man made and some out-of-context paperwork. Y'all told y'all telling me now, as of yesterday, that YNW is a snitch. But what y'all telling me, and, and that we shouldn't fuck with these, and y'all are telling me we shouldn't fuck with them. Aside from just acknowledging what the faulty shit that they did. But y'all telling me, well, Gunna might not have snitched because still it's a chance that Thug might have told him the da-da-da-da-da. And I just love his music. Like, hold on. Can I, can I ask you this, though? Outside of the internet, are you running into, like, real people that are... Well, my, my, like, my everyday goal in life is to not deal with niggas. So I'm a bad person to ask. In no, that no, regard. no. I'm more so just saying, like, because you know the internet is like, they're, it's... He, Again, like I said, these aren't real people. So it's like antic. Like the guy the other day who said, uh, Gunner's album's so hot, I'm wearing a wire to the club tonight. He's not wearing a wire to the club. That's a joke. So it's like, are these people, are you meeting people that are like adamant, like, man, I, I, I no, like to where you're saying they're conflicted with the joint, or is it just I'm like, not even entertaining the conversation. No, no, I mean, is it internet banter or like real shit? I've had homies that I got that's, you know, that's straight no, I mean, like, niggas. do you know these, because you're not, you're like, the page is kind of popping, so it's like, you got people that are coming from all over the world, I, or is it like I, people I, we I actually, my, like, I think know. we've been doing this thing for six and a half years, I think my stance is very pronounced, people know better than to come to, come to me with that no, dumb no, shit. No, you just, what I'm <laughs> saying, man, you trying to like, like, you trying to take it somewhere else, I'm saying like, on the internet, the people you're interacting with that are saying these things, is it like people who like you know? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I've, I've seen a couple good niggas that I'm like, yo, I'm about to block you. Like, <laughs> you look like a dick sucker. Like, I'm about to. You look crazy. Like, good niggas. Like, yeah. Yeah, some good niggas. There's some good niggas that's going out sad behind this shit because they can't get the music up. I don't know. I ain't see the paperwork, and I gotta see the sentencing transcripts. And technically, he allocuted. He they can't use niggas. Niggas have become legal aids now. Now I will say this: from where I stand, looking at it, I have not seen a bigger debate on did someone tell or not. It's crazy. And I don't know if I don't know if ever because you know we all know Sammy the Bull told. We all know that uh, Dan got told on. You know shit like y'all got told. Like we know that. I know who did it. And I wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, we know the the teller and the the, uh, the told on. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a situation ever in life where the biggest quantum realm mystery is, did he tell? Yeah. That, to me, is kind of like With insane. video and audio. With video and audio. <laughs> like, we know. 16K video, CD quality audio, and niggas are still like, I don't know. I don't know. And Thug's lawyer, <laughs> and, th- and Thug's lawyer, <laughs> and, th- and more importantly, Thug's lawyer said, we had no idea this was coming down. We were not informed about this at all. Remember Rush Hour 2 when the chick had the badge on her bra and Chris Tucker was like, you ain't no cop. And she flashed, and he said, let me see that again. I ain't get a good look at it. <laughs> like, that's the way motherfuckers is acting. Like, let me see the video one more yeah, time. Like, like, I've never seen that big of a mystery to did something. they are tell. in denial. But because they're looking at it from a civilian standpoint. Here's the problem, right? Niggas POV is, if I got wrapped up in an indictment and I didn't do nothing and they just got me on some bullshit, I would tell too. That's what they're looking at. And they're that's not, fine. And that's fine. Yeah. They're not looking at it, the fact that Gunna was a shady park crip, which falls under the rolling 60s before he got the YSL. They don't fucking count the fact that Gunna had, in any given day, he might have gotten pulled over in a car by himself and had excess amount of cash, which is illegal to possess, excess amount of fucking drugs that's illegal. To, they're not taking none of that into effect. 
All they're looking at is that if it, I mean, if, if it was me and I got caught up in some shit and I knew I ain't do nothing, man, I'd, they'd let me come home. I'd do that shit too. That's what they're looking at. But you can't apply your civilian lifestyle and your civilian morals to a street situation. If these wasn't street niggas, they wouldn't be indicted right now. Yes, I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with the simple fact of if you involve yourself in something, you're not supposed to tell. I just, th- I just it. think that that's from childhood. Like, you remember the whole don't tattle tell? Yes. I agree with that sentiment. So me personally, if me and Dan decide to go do something and some shit go left and they grab me, they just got me. I'm not going to be like them. That, that's just me personally. And it's not for nobody else. That's just for my own standard. Yeah, it's more just- honorable for Dan to say... He don't have nothing to do. If he know you don't got nothing to do with this shit, he don't got nothing to do with this now, shit. Let me deal with this. Now, me personally, I, if I make a decision to do something, I know what I'm getting myself into. I know that. Yes. So whatever comes with that, Absolutely. comes with that. The good or the bad. You see me put in wild ass bets that hit, wild ass bets that didn't. I know what come with this. If I smack it, I smack it. If I don't, I don't. That's just kind of how I look at like all of life. But I know what I'm getting into going into it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I legitimately show up and I think we're going to get hookahs and it turns out that the hookahs is filled with some other, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm just here for some filled White Castle car, burgers car and, and a fucking hookah run and they come get us and then when they get us in the room, like, yeah, so we pulled the 38 keys but I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, I said magic love. <laughs> How the fuck we get here? That's a joint. That's totally different. Okay. So I think what happens is you got people that are like, Blurring the lines where people yes. are looking at it from a standpoint of, oh, Gunner wasn't involved in no shit. So he should have told. But in reality, Gunner knew what the fuck was going on. Exactly. You knew wholeheartedly what was going on in them cars. You knew what was going on in them cell phones. You knew what was going on. New Thug had 92 guns in the crib. You, you knew, knew all of this you shit. You knew all of you this shit. You was around for Knowledge. Years, here's, around the thing, here's the part that people aren't, aren't ex- willingly accepting. Knowledge of a crime is a crime. It's a crime. If you have knowledge of the crime, you're complicit in a conspiracy. conspiracy. That's why they charged them. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. <laughs> like, it's very simple. Like, all the mental gymnastics that y'all going through on the internet it's very me simple off, as always. is annoying. If, if, if we all go hit a lick, Matt just have to be the driver because he, he got the dump truck. And we, need the, we need the dump truck. I mean, boom, boom, boom. And some shit go down. A lick with a dump truck. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Italian job. They're going to expect us a dump truck. Yeah, we're going to we gonna steal yeah. all this goddamn brick. <laughs> so if, the, if we all get caught up, all right, boom. So it's like, you like, oh, shit, I ain't know. I just drove the truck. They asked me to take them to the motherfucking bank or whatever. Boom, boom, boom. You knowingly knowing that they went in the bank, whether they did a crime or not. It's a crime. Because you didn't tell. Even if it came out on TV and you see your truck, like, oh, shit. If you didn't get right on the phone that time and say, yo, Dan and Chad committed a crime. You're complicit. You're part of the conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I, I understand you, that. You're part of the conspiracy. So, you know, you hanging around in the studio and record with him forever. So, you know him personally. What, what I think people is, is people just think, well, Thug signed Gunner to YSL. He's just a rapper. Blah, blah, blah. They don't know the baggage. They don't care about the baggage. Yeah, they yeah look at you, unless you're just slow. You you know what it's like when you're around <laughs> yeah. street money. Yeah. Are you around a nigga and he got on four bust down Cartiers and a flooded <laughs> AP and it's like, where you work again? Like, you know what's going on. So it's like, yeah, that's that right there to me is the biggest thing. I've seen so much back and forth about did he snitch? Was he a snitch? Is he a snitch? More than any fucking. It's thing. just a And because of that. 
when the music drops because they can't get past first base. Motherfuckers yeah. is just like, man, turn this shit up. Yeah. They're not even focusing on that no more. I don't doubt that it's the best fucking album of all time. I, I, know be- I don't I don't doubt that it's the best album since Thriller or whatever the fuck y'all want to call it. Niggas didn't, oh, it's better than Dirk album and this, 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 this. I stand with Dirk because at the end of the day, Dirk is a nigga that don't need another man to make his mind up. I feel how I feel unapologetically. It right. is what it is. Y'all can hate. I'd rather you hate me for who I am than love me for who the fuck I'm not. I ain't it's very simple. I'm not changing. I'll never listen to it, so I can't give you no opinion. I don't know if it's good or bad. I, I'm never going to find out. The same way I don't know what 6 9 last nine songs sound like. I'm never going to find out. It is what it is, and I'm okay with that. I'm resolute in my decision that I'm never going to hear this album. I deleted all the old shit off yeah. my fucking phone. I don't need to hear it. Boston Richie, you do some faulty shit. I don't want to hear what you got to say, dog. Like, I'm... I'm, I'm and honestly, there's no entertainer that's that great that I have to be like, Ben, I have to I have to change my uh, how I feel about my views yeah. because you hot. I'm not in, I, I'm not flipping my moral compass to engage in a form of idolatry. Yeah. Like it goes against my on a religious base. It goes against my religious beliefs. Like yeah, I I, I ain't gonna hold you. I agree with <laughs> everything y'all are saying, and I think you're right. I'm just saying, don't let the people burn you out because they're not. Oh no, I've out. I've disengaged. I'm done with it. Like you got people that are like they just want to hear the music. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you set a kid on fire. Like yeah. I turn this shit up if it's hot. Like that's how people act because they look at music as like the you know the the songs to the key of life. So it's like people are like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a conversation with somebody before. Like he was telling me how when him and his wife got married, the song they danced to at their wedding was Happy People. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he like, damn it, like like. That was our wedding song. You know what I'm saying? And it's like kind of crazy that it was the wedding song because R. Kelly had already peed <laughs> he, on the he, he, like, he had already married Aaliyah and peed on somebody else and put yeah. out his own self-produced sex tape yeah. and all of that. But that's where we were culturally. And you look at when R. Kelly went through that shit, every artist wanted to work with him. You had certain artists who stood on principle. Lil Wayne. Uh, who else was it? That was like, they don't fuck with him. What was It was somebody. I can't think about who it was. Yeah, somebody prominent. But most of them motherfuckers, Jay-Z, Fat Joe. Yeah, let me Ross, get these hits while they on clearance. Cassidy, <laughs> motherfucking B2K. Swiss Puff, Beats. Swiss, Ron Isley. You name them, man. Motherfuckers was running the kill. 70% off of features? Oh, shit. <laughs> they was running to the shit. Jay did a whole album with the man. Yep. Like, that's just reality. You know what I'm saying? Harvey Weinstein. Like I said, Harvey Weinstein was sitting up there with Oprah. I was, yo, it was crazy because the other day I was watching, uh, have you watched the Jared Fogle documentary Not yet? yet. It's on, on HBO? Yeah, that joint is pretty it. good. It don't really give you like no resolve to it. It just yeah. kind of goes <laughs> through the story. But it, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, all right, it kind of just ends. But anyway, it was showing how big of a celebrity he got. And like, even after the initial allegation that the lady made, you know, she worked for the feds for four years, mm-hmm. taping him and all of that crazy shit. He was on Oprah. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, Ofri really had like him, Harvey Weinstein, all these, but she illed off of like rappers coming on mm-hmm. the show. 50 and Cent and Ludacris is Ludacris problematic. Ludacris is a problematic motherfucker. <laughs> but Harvey Weinstein was on here and Jared Fogel. These motherfuckers are like destroying lives. And it's just, you got a lot of people where it's like, they forego morals and all of that shit for what's hot and what's moving. Yep. I'm just telling you as a friend, don't let these motherfuckers take you there because you're going to have a fucking Oh, yeah, I'm headache. done. I'm, I've 
I'm disengaged. Like you see how I do? You see how I, you you might? I can show you how to deactivate. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you what to do. When I this can, can, yeah, can, 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 can you imagine? Can you imagine my surprise? Can y'all imagine my surprise after seeing the whole tone of the weekend was? Oh, this gonna, this gonna, this gonna. To hearing niggas talking about YNW Telly, I said, "Are are y'all serious? Like y'all, y'all the same niggas? Like so we, so it's back to we. Are we calling people rats or not? I'm confused. So what happened with YN? What's his there's, name? There's there's a situation from a past incident. It's all this fuzzy background noise about that shit. Um, that you know he cooperated against. He cooperated um in a shooting or whatever, okay. and basically told. That the people the people did such and such such to me, and then I shot him and was trying to make a self de- defense plea or whatever. But it was like so much time had elapsed in between them beating him up and him coming back with the gun that it was no way to make a self defense okay. claim or whatever like that. But the shit happened in 2014. He's 20. He's 24 now, which means that in 2014 he would have been 15 years old. Yeah. Why is this out? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's some shit. That's like some... But pol- you know, apparently, I didn't even notice. I found this out on TikTok out of all places the other day. There's a white guy who, like, releases paperwork, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1090J. T- yeah, something 90, because he had yeah, to change. Yeah, 1090J. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he apparently is, like, the paperwork getter for, mm-hmm. like, I guess, hip-hop or whatever. And the guy is interviewing... What's the, the one that told John Moran he would have to pay the Crips? Oh, Brick Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was interviewing... You, you know all these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> he, he was interviewing him. The guy on the TikTok was interviewing the Brick Baby. Like, how does he feel about the white guy exposing the paperwork shit? And he was like, I think it's good. I think it's a, a good thing because here's the thing a lot of people miss. They get mad at him for exposing this and the third, but they don't acknowledge how many situations he's cleared up, too. Right. Because he works on both sides. Mm-hmm. That's, that's his lane and that's his thing. And that's how he makes money through the YouTube. And he was like, my thing is, he part of a black gang. He gang affiliated with blacks. He been in jail with the black. Like, he part of the culture, whether you like it or not. Yeah. But he was basically going through, they had like a couple videos talking about how he's cleared up people who've had unfair shit put on them yeah. from when they was a child or when they was this or this and this. And I just think all of it is just like, it's a rabbit hole that it's just, it's one of them rabbit holes I just stay out of. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's no end in sight because it's like, all right, so culturally, right, we've accepted that 1090 Jake is like the paperwork guy or whatever the case may be, right? And he is the one that stamps that stamps or unstamps whether somebody's, you know, uh, told or not and da-da-da-da-da-da. But you'll still have situations. So, so we've accepted that culturally, right? But you'll still have situations where he'll clear somebody's shit up and they'll be like, no, because I still think. And I'm just like, so how did y'all anoint him the paperwork guy? Y'all, y'all not going to accept. Gonna adhere. Y'all not going to adhere to the paperwork guy's decision. But that's more so what I'm saying. <laughs> that all of these people are so, in the words of the, of the GOAT, Pimp C, they flip-flop. flip-flop. So if all of these people, if you, you, I'm going to be honest with you, I've seen motherfuckers change their opinion depending on who in the room. That's one thing I can admire about, again, the people that are around us. Motherfuckers don't switch up. Because how I feel is how I feel. Exactly. You're straight up. I think Jordan 4s are the best Jordans ever. And I love Jordan 6s. I'm not coming off of that. Mike could walk in a room and I tell him I hate Jordan 1s. Because I do. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. In the words of smart, I'm going to fuck if Jake walk in here right now. You ain't my God, nigga. Like, it, that, some people are just like that. But a lot of people... Depending on who it is, depending on what time it is, depending on what the weather is like, depending on what they baby mom said. What if I'm homeless? 
You know what I'm saying? You don't think that factor in my decision? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, motherfuckers, is crazy. It's very few people that are willing to just stand on moral and principle. And I think that's the bigger issue that you're fighting with. Yes. Whereas, like, at, I know that they're not going to do that. I know that. So I know that the whole gunna. So I know. When you said 6ix9ine was riding around the other day playing gunna, it's like a joke it's a to joke. him. And it's a joke to a lot of people. Like, and like the come thing, on, man. Come on. And a, not a, and a big thing that a lot of people aren't, acknowledge, aren't acknowledging, which I asked, are y'all racist, is that 6ix9ine been telling the truth about these other niggas that ratted and this and this and this the whole time since right. he been home. Right. He ain't told a lie yet, but y'all don't want to hear him because y'all have culturally decided, man, fuck him. He trolled King Von and Nipsey and this, this, that, and the third, so fuck him. Cool, which I'm on board with. But y'all like this rat, so yeah, we want to hear everything he got to say. And he, he, Yeah, that's how that's how these motherfuckers operate. That's what it is. Like, not trying to be funny. If, if uh, what's, what's Lorenz Tate's brother's name? Lamard. Lamar? Lamard. Lamard. The one from Don't Be a Menace? Mm-hmm. If Lamar Tate was a snitch tomorrow, everyone would be like, fuck out of here. If Lorenz Tate was a snitch tomorrow, I'd be like, well, I, I mean, I mean it's, it's eight episodes in on power. <laughs> I got to see the last two. Like, that's, that's uh, honestly how you know, it's, cra- it's crazy how who we like Matters has, more than has become the, the cer- deciding factor on everything yeah. culturally. Everything. Who now, do we like? I, I, I don't want to put it on him because I fucks with Jay, but if Jay did what Gunna did, you'd see a lot of motherfuckers like, yeah, because why would you in the presence of a billionaire, why would you even do crime? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know Jay got a, a, a meeting tomorrow at Keebler. <laughs> why the fuck would you, you know? <laughs> like, why you had him go to them cars? You know Jay that, got a steamer line that, rolling out. That's just reality, <laughs> dog. Who you like matters more than anything. Absolutely. My thing is, I don't like nobody enough. To compromise my moral compass. Yeah, you're a regular, normal human <laughs> being. And a lot of people just aren't like that. That's just reality. People got their picks. Like how we always talk about moving the goalposts. It's motherfuckers that will rip. You remember when the college team would beat the number one and they would take the goalposts out the yeah. building? That's what motherfuckers do. They yank the goalposts out the fucking ground and walk it out the building, depending on who it is. And it's hard because it's like, you know... We got our morals, and we still got to be around certain people that you'd be like, it's tough. Yep. But you got to stand on what you stand on. Now, I'm not as bad as my old head, who shall remain nameless. He was in a meeting with somebody very prominent, a big artist, and was like, all right, cool, that's fine. He wanted to sign one of his artists. And he was like, all right, so, all right, that's cool, whatever, whatever, but... How do you reconcile the fact that, like, your boss is a rat? He said the whole room got silent. This is, this is a meeting that don't got nothing to do with no street. No, he trying to, this artist is trying to sign his artist. He like, how do, you, how do you reconcile the fact that you work for a rat? He said the whole room got silent. He's like, huh, huh, what, what you mean? He said, no, the girl, the one that's Desiree, president of Rock Nation, she's a rat. You, like, she, she, but she's also the one that got you out of jail and all of that through reform. So, like, how do you, you know, how do you mitigate that the fact that like you know she she told she cooperated. Well, I mean, I mean the best way I could describe and he just made just freestyle some shit. But it's like <laughs> just freestyle some bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I said 
And then how niggas start to freestyle. <laughs> I said, what you got to understand is, yeah. and, and it's just like, yo, so it's like, you know, you got some people that's like, they on, they really on timing where it's like, they don't care where they at, what, who's in the room, what the venue is, if it calls for that or not, they is pulling niggas, pulling niggas skirts down, yeah. like behind that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, I, I, I'm not the rap police by no means. It's just like, yo, I just be looking for consistency in a world full of inconsistent people. Is the bigger overarching thing to this whole, you know, talking point. Yeah, but I, like find, the, find one thing that you agree with and stick to it. Don't yeah, but I, I, I kind of look at it like again the way I look at like uh, like I found like a good ten consistent homies and y'all my homies, right? <laughs> and the rest of these, <laughs> I, I can't because I it's, even the even the ones that run around saying I'm the realest in the room, I'm the livest in the room. It'd be bullshit half the time. Yeah, no, that's a it'd that's be a red flag. Up bullshit, dog. I know it because I seen these motherfuckers flip. I seen people who you think are like the thoroughest individual be like, I seen you change up when he came around. Mm-hmm. That's not thorough. You're not yourself. And there's one thing with me. It's like and I'm begging to me and Chad through text messages. I'm gonna be <laughs> mad regardless. <laughs> and it's just that's kind of what you gotta be. And a lot of motherfuckers, you'd be surprised, really don't know who they are. They just went through too much nonsense, yeah. too much sketchy shit when they was a kid. And when I say sketchy, I mean just like your upbringing. Yeah. You don't understand how to, like, my dad taught me when I was young, just be you. You is cool. Just be you. You don't have to fake it. That's why no one fucking bothers me. I hate to be that guy, but it's the truth. And it's just like, yo, throughout my life, and it, like I realized when I was young, like, people would say bad things about me or, or negative things about me, and it'd be like, yo, no one come near me, though. Because I'm me. Right. I'm going to be me 24-7. So it's like, yeah, you got a lot of motherfuckers who really don't know, who really are just kind of like moving around and trying to figure it out. And they just like, I don't know who I like today. Right. Who y'all like? Because depending on who y'all I, like. I, yo, Chad was at my crib. I showed you that Facebook post from literally like 13 years ago. My top 10 in rap is damn near the same fucking. Li- hey, I, don't, I don't give yeah, a fuck yeah. that you like Rakim and yeah. Eazy-E more than this person. I don't give a fuck that you might like Big Daddy Kim. I, and that's why I've gotten into the habit of, I don't say the top 10, the top 10 balls. I say my, my top, yeah, my, my, because yeah. it's like, I know my shit going to be different than yours because I'm an individual. Yeah, me and Chad was talking uh, the now, other day. I, okay. You know, we'd be on the phone five, six in the morning for some odd reason. Uh, how um, motherfuckers live like the Italian job. Remember the boy? He stole, robbed all the money from them. And then bought everything that they want. Everyone in it. Because they don't know what I don't know. I have no why. creativity. I don't have any. I, I, it's all impulse. Yeah. I don't know any fucking Oh, yeah. Chad got that rolly. I'm going to go get that rolly. Oh, yeah. Matt got them sneakers. I'm going to get that right, sneakers. I seen Big Dan with that hookah. I'm going to go get that hookah. You'd be surprised how motherfuckers don't have any individualism to them. That's a fact. Just none. You know what I'm saying? It's all about what I see and what I hear and what people tell me I, the way I'm supposed to move. And then what happens is don't let it be some shit you might feel strong about. Culture is telling you to go this way. Now you really fucked mm-hmm. up. Now you really got it. My, my therapist used to say that you got perception and reality. And the further they get away from each other, the more tension you have. So you got people that are like, they perceive it one way, but then they see what's going on. And it's like, well, wait, I don't. So you got a lot of people this week that are like, yeah, no, gonna rat here, rat, I ain't fuck with gonna. Then the album drop, and they see bitches is moving to it and be like, eh, gonna, let me, let me see what's going on with this gonna. Rat ass nigga. Yeah, rat old rat ass. <laughs> yeah. That bitch is turking at yeah. one song. What's that, what's that song? The, the Jay Z gift. Like, you, <laughs> 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 try and catch the beat. Like, that shit real. Yeah. 
And I just think at the end of the day, when you running through a society that's not built off of morals and principles, you being the moral and principle person in this, it's going to drive you crazy. It's going to, it's going to run you up a wall. I've just, you know, it just is what it is. And I realized it the other day where it's like, everybody wants to be the person. You know what I'm saying? Like when the new when the news break, motherfuckers come to my page because I'm the I'm you know I'm I'm on the, I'm my ear to the street. Ninety eight percent of it bullshit and just horribly wrong. Yep. But my ear to the street, y'all need to know I'm in the streets. <laughs> Keith the Keith up the block. I'm, in, I'm right here. <laughs> like that's the way people act. And me personally, I just sit back at times and I I just get like I, I'm in where I'm at right now where I just get sick of it. So I understand what you're saying. You just get sick of it. Yeah. Where it's just like yo, none of this makes sense. Have at it. Yeah, I, I wanted today to be the last time I have to talk about this. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 cause I, 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 I don't give a fuck. Cause here's the thing: people would make it about the person. Right. I don't give a fuck about Gunna. I don't give a fuck about Young Thug in the grand scheme of things. I think he's a great guy. I like him a lot. I know people that know him. They said he's fucking phenomenal, and 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 you know they love the guy or whatever the case may be. I care about my ideology and my moral principle more than all of this shit. And that's what I'm fighting for is that is my ideology. And even if it's flawed, not to be on anybody's side, I'm on the side of me and my fucking ideology and what I believe. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. So good conversation. So where we at time was, uh, we got, I mean, we had hour and 50. We pretty much done. We can, we can, we can can tow that into some other shit. Wrap this up. Y'all get on the Patreon. You might be able to hear some of these other. Yeah, well, I was doing. We, yo, the Patreon the other day with Design. That, oh my god! Yo, I listened back like yo, that was excellent, man. <laughs> oh, and we got a very we 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 got a uh, we got a female guest. We're gonna do the Patreon. You know they got gas gas station vagina pills. So now we're gonna do the part two. <laughs> And I heard they're pretty, they, they, they work pretty damn <laughs> It's good. not a placebo. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I bet you did here. Right, right now, we got a seven-day free trials on our Patreon. <laughs> Y'all can hear this, you know. Y'all better get seven days yeah. now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ladies. <laughs> you have some strong recommendations. <laughs> ladies. Y'all get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash official TRPE. Everybody watching us on YouTube, like this video, share this video. The YouTube community been going up and up, man. Way more engagement. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We thank y'all. YouTube.com slash at sign TRPE or just search TRPE. We pop right up. Make sure I subscribe to the page, man. Share this content if you see it. Uh, TRP weekend is coming up, man. We write about 70 days. Yeah. Uh, between now and uh, TRP weekend, we was at 100, and now we at 70. It's like, this shit is flying. So with that being said, get y'all tickets uh, for that, officialtrp.com. Click the events tab. All of the tickets are there. Live show, after party, uh, network signing party, rather, and then the uh, TRP Nation brunch. Absolutely. Um, that Sunday at a super dope, super secret location. Um, so, yeah, get y'all tickets to all of that, man. We had some ticket sales rolling while we were sitting here. We appreciate y'all, man. And uh, everybody, do not wait till the last minute because it's going to screw yourself. Shout out to our, our big sponsor for the entire weekend and all things TRPE, 14th and Market. Shout Absolutely. out JP. Shout out Jim Money. Yellow button. Yeah, shout 14th out. 14th and Market. Shout out Leah, Earsees. Uh, shout out everybody over there at the 14th and Market team, man. Is that her name? Earsees, yeah. I, yo, I, I can't. Ear sees. I can't read. I was like, Leah retrieves. I, I well, there's Leah Tavares. 
Oh, so that's what and I. And then there's saying. Irises. Okay, yeah. so that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, Tavares. yeah. Yeah, Leah Tavares. Yeah, I was Tavares. T- <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I'm putting my tracking number in right or wrong, but I'm still waiting on my Travis merch from. from Petty. <laughs> oh man, my Travis JJ Petty owe me like 19 things. Yeah, they they didn't been all over the place, world yeah, traveling and stuff. They was yeah, in, they in Detroit now. Yeah, yeah they was in Sweden. <laughs> they in Detroit right now. They JJ been, Petty told me a month ago. Yeah, check your mailbox. I said something to you every day. I'm, 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 Ain't nothing there. I gotta tell Jay Fetty. <laughs> we're we're in the get on put on magazine and we don't have them yet. Really? We're in the magazine. JP told me he's like, no, no mind, no, y'all in that joint. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in it, but we don't have them. So Yeah. Yeah, damn, okay. Jay Petty like that step pop to just bring it all to you at once. <laughs> right. You go your birthday, you go the last seven day. years yeah, and yeah, yes, yeah, I know yeah. I ain't been the best dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show up like an absentee father. He got a baseball bat, a five-year-old dude. He's like, I'm 17. <laughs> got a wiffle ball. They got some condoms. He got a bike with back brakes. <laughs> Dig, I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. Yeah, man, but shout out Jay Fetty and old 14. You got Bulls vs. Blazers. You still like that game, right? <laughs> I don't even have a Nintendo, Pop. <laughs> you four gaming systems yo, ago. Yo. <laughs> nigga, boy, I got eight Dreamcast games. You're like, no, nigga. <laughs> we on PS5 now, goddamn. <laughs> Motherfucking basketball game got Austin Crozier on the cover. <laughs> you like, man. That Keith Van Horn? <laughs> I know that ain't Marcus Campbell on the cover of the video. <laughs> okay. Silly as shit. But yeah, man, shout out to 14th of Market. They're going to be there in the building when we do everything. Uh, I got nothing else, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Hopefully y'all uh, enjoy this conversation, yeah. man. Uh, anybody that's on Patreon, y'all haven't listened to the latest two episodes that came out last week, Thursday and Friday, listen to them, Jones. More episodes coming this week and next, man, as we uh, round the month out. Um, Dre Ali, I'm putting out an APB for you. I need to get with you to get this audio so we can release the live show from January, and then we can just, at this point, this shit's just coming out. Yeah. Like, it's no- Come on, Dre Ali. <laughs> I got, I got something very special if Dre Ali ever gets the audio. Okay. <laughs> okay. So hopefully they hear this and understand that we need the audio back. Okay, cool. Yes, yes, yes. All right, we out. Peace. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.